XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. We're not. No. All oh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show on what we're now calling a weekday. And that is one of the days that's in between weekends. W-E-A-K. It's hump day. What's, uh, what do you mean by hump day? It's like there's like this there's a week there's a five days and then there's mm-hmm. this hump and once you get past this hump it's all downhill it's all easy ah okay so Thursday and Friday once we get past today yeah Thursdays and Fridays you can come in a little later oh, sure. leave a little earlier yeah coming on over gotcha thirsty Thursday uh, a lot of people uh, writing to us about the big tire the giant uh, truck tire from yesterday. Uh, Many, many people falling in love with it. Uh, we're going to go in a different direction today. Chris Stanley, you were public enemy number one not too long ago for saying that a shooting shouldn't take place Yeah, when a, down in Brownsville. About a uh, 15-year-old was killed in Texas a couple weeks ago. Shot to death by some police officers. I felt that they should have, I don't know, chilled out, maybe not shot the kid. In a school hallway. That was my fucking opinion. He did have a toy uh, gun. Yeah, he had a toy gun. Uh, which, you know, you got going for you. Uh, the picture, the one that's up there. Guy with crowbar versus ten cops with guns. Guess who wins? Now, um, I'm going to go in with the ten cops before we even look at this. Why? But apparently a bunch of guys, neighborhood guys videotape this through their little rainy car. Uh, it's up. If you'd like to give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm starting to worry, Chris, Yeah. that you're getting the reputation for anti-law enforcement. Look, cops help a lot of people, but they shouldn't be just fucking bucking up everyone who comes near them. For me, I think police and firefighters and EMTs are heroes and only trail behind the military and then actors, sports stars, Wait, what? and reality stars. There are true heroes. Uh, then right stars? after that, yeah. military and first responders. And then third responders, that's guys who show up much later and make sure that the area is cleaned up. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're making sure, I guess. Like a guy that pulls away a wrecked car. Squirts the highway down, so all the broken glass is gone. Keeps everybody else safe. That's the unsung hero. When's Springsteen going to write a song about him? That'd be awesome. Well, he sprayed off 95. Uh, but let's just take a quick uh, look at this. 
and see have you've already seen it, Chris? I've seen this footage, yes. All right, let me take a look at it. Okay. The camera's out, man. We can this. They're going to drop them right here. All right, they're out inside of Carl's Jr., so we're West Coast. Oh, right in his face. Right on the face. He's also right there. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Even the dog never even got released. No. As he's shooting, he's holding on to his dog. I don't think he trusts that dog not to run away. I don't think that's a fully trained animal there. Keep the dog safe. Now, the guys think in the video, they're laughing a little bit. They're enjoying. They know they're going viral. Time to blow some shit up. All right, let's go over to Zeitz. From what you saw, and again, we don't have the full thing. We see a guy with a crowbar who had apparently been breaking some windows. He steps towards one of the cops. Uh, they turn it into a wet t-shirt contest. Just boom, 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 boom. That's the end of it. Uh, Zeech, do you think that they should have been shooting so quick? I don't know if they had to shoot so many times. Maybe like one time in the leg. Do you or understand that he had a crowbar? <sighs> I mean, a crowbar, very dangerous item, especially if you want to break some glass or something that's weak. But I don't know about the many shots. It seemed excessive. Um, let's go over here to Phil in West Virginia. You're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, boys. How you doing today? Hi. Hey, uh, the thing I have a problem with is the guy that, that fired the initial shots had the dog. Right. I think he maybe should have let the dog loose before they shot him five times on the feet and then five times on the ground. Well, the the interesting thing there, too, was he held on to the dog, but the guy who I think started the shooting wasn't the guy that even got stepped to. No. The guy was to his left. The guy who started shooting was no in no danger. The guy with the fucking dog... Was the guy who was getting, about to get attacked with a crowbar wasn't fucking shooting. Right. His partner yeah. lit this guy up like fucking 12 times. Well, the <laughs> other side of this, for. too, is like, we know Ant owns a lot of guns. I don't think that this would have been the type of shooting they would have let him get away with. <laughs> I think they would have said to him, dude, you, did you really need to start that so fast? Um, let's go over here to Dan in Jersey. You're on a Fez. Um, yeah, so uh, crowbars are good for using against weak things like Zito's face. Oh, oh shit. shit! Oh, fuck. That came out of nowhere! Oh, oh. Fuck that guy. Oh, that yeah. guy's waiting for you after the show oh, today. Oh, bring it on. I'll have my goddamn crowbar. Well, that doesn't work. Believe me, that's the... W this is... A crowbar now, to me, is like one of the worst weapons you could ever possibly own. But why do you got a dog that you don't let go of? Even after shooting, he's holding on to that. That might be his dog from home. That, that's unsafe, then. Um, Hero dog. Now, you hear these guys, too, that they're kind of excited at first because they know they're getting a viral uh, video. But after it settles in, they start to uh, feel bad about himself. Here is uh, Bill. Bill, you're on my face. Yeah, I think this guy just learned an important lesson. You don't bring a friggin' crowbar to a gunfight. I mean, if you're gonna Bill, a, seriously, can you please update the jokes at least? Well, what are they supposed to do? I'm seriously, the, do? that Happy fucking joke, the first time I heard it, I was in third grade. At least, if you're going to call here, do some creativity. 
Now, here's the weird thing. The guy had no idea he was in a gunfight. Gun what you're saying is that weirdos should go into Carl's Jr.'s with a gun rather than a crowbar. Now, either this guy is either insane or fucked up on some kind of hallucinogen. I mean, what are you doing? A grown man going around busting fucking windows for? Yeah, that guy was. That guy was. Oh fuck! This video is so fucked. Why up. are you? Why you're really turned by this, huh? When I first when I first watched this thing, uh, and I I was blown away because I, I didn't think it was really guns. I had to look into the actual story, make sure this guy's fucking dead. It didn't seem fucking real at first. I'd like the kids in the fucking who were taking the video in the car. This was like a fucking movie. It's unbelievable that they lit this guy up so bad. Now dragging his shit around, fucking bleeding goddamn fucking corpse. Um, it's fucking horrific. Now, some of the things we don't know exactly what happened, but uh, I'm sure they're going to be looking into it. what part of California was this? Do you even know? Uh, here's uh, Nick. Nick in Rhode Island. You're my first. Monterey Park is the name of it, but where is that? Uh, Nick, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, cops, uh, Zito says cops uh, could shoot him in the leg. Cops shoot to kill. They can't shoot to wound. We understand that from the last time. That's why we all ignored Zito in the room here. From the last time we had this. Um, it's to stop them. Shoot them fucking 20 times. It's by L outside L.A. All right, which is why you could hear the barrio voices. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, he's going down. And then finally, like, oh, oh man, this this isn't good. <laughs> um, I bet those cops were pissed when they found out somebody was videotaping oh my that whole God. fucking thing. Yeah, that's like the last thing you want to have happen. Uh, Shorty, you're on Fez. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I actually train police dogs. Uh, we use German Shepherds and Saint Bernards, and. Yeah, no, there's no reason that dog couldn't take that dude down. That's actually one of the training techniques we use with the bite suit. I honestly think if he would have let go of that dog, that dog probably would have ran, jumped the fence, maybe bit a little kid. I don't think he trusted that dog. That dog would have done a fine job of stopping that man, and they could have fucking handcuffed him. Um, yeah. Let's go over here to uh, David. David, you're on Run a Fez. Hey, what's up? What's how you doing? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the thing that really caught me about that video is, uh, you've got, uh, so guy comes out, um, gets tased in the face, just pulls the barbs out, no sweat, didn't phase him at all. So right away, cops are like, whatever alert level they're on, it's gotten raised. Like this guy, you know, um, you know, take down method number one, nothing. So they go to number two. So the, um, the cop kind of stands behind the guy. He gets stepped to first cop. Five times, boom, 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 boom. And then there's that, the thing that gets me is there, there's that distinct pause. And this is where I think the second cop's in trouble, because five shots, guys down, distinct pause, he lights him up five more times. I'm like, what the hell? Well, he wanted to make sure he shot him while he was down, because he had seen Friday the 13th movies. Um, well, sure. Let's go over here to uh, Alex, Sean Ronifez. Ronnie Hill, what's up? I live out here in Monterey Park, and, and man, it, there was an incident maybe a, a few months ago where they shot this one Filipino guy that was in a, some road rage, but he had a gun. Right. He shot first. 
But, man, these, these cars don't really see that much action. I mean, it's East L.A. pretty much. You know, you get some some crazy vatos that come through and, you know, try that crazy, like, you know, rob. They do home invasion robberies. But these, these cars don't really, you know, they don't really get crazy like that. And it's surprising to see that. Well, they, it looks you know, like right off the bat he gets tasered as he comes out. So he's kind of staggered from that a little bit. And as he steps towards the cop and there's a... There's debate on whether or not that this was like an aggressive move or just had something to do with the taser thing made at him. But that's when everybody started shooting. And I don't think, from what I can see, it's the cop who got stepped to that started shooting first. It's the cop keeping the dog from running away. Yeah. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Matt, man. You're in Fez. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't see the video. Where was this? What part of the West Coast was this filmed? Uh, this is called Monterey Park right outside of L.A. Okay. We've well, got to understand, like, cops out here. It's I live in Bakersfield. It's pretty hicky. Uh-huh. Well, that's just like the get-over version of the hicks. And they definitely shoot first and then ask questions later. But, I mean, no one's going to answer them. Side, what? No one's going to answer them. You got to ask questions before you shoot. I'm scared or dead? No, no, not there, not there. They just go for it. But then uh, we got to understand the guy had a crowbar, so at least they have something to prime off the ground with. Yeah, there you go. You have that. Um, let's um, let's look back at this again and see if we can see him taking the taser. He's right before he. All right. There we go. So here he comes out. These guys are so fucking happy. They know they're going viral. Yeah, that's a taser. Uh, and he's walking like Bigfoot there. I'm gonna be honest here. I can't. I can't tell you from that shot which cop started shooting. I wouldn't know from that shot that we have there because you really don't see any flash coming out of it. You just hear the sound, and everybody's got their their guns pointed at them. Uh, here's our friend Millie Hatchet. Hey there, guys. Um, now, did were we ever able to ascertain whether or not that crowbar was loaded? That is a very good point. There's a lot of times that you could load that uh, crowbar with a shotgun shell. This is why I couldn't be a cop. You come at me with a cell phone, I'm shooting your ass. I would be terrified. Yeah, I know. I would do that anyway, just as a regular citizen. I'll shoot somebody if I see them using a cell phone. Oh, my God. So, sometimes they'll freeze Why I'm shooting. Um, Sal, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. I, I, listen, I'm not saying the cops are right or wrong. But every time something like this happens, everybody looks like the final outcome. If I wasn't walking around with a freaking crowbar breaking windows, none of this would have happened. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't. But that's like saying if the girl wasn't walking around with big titties, she probably never would have gotten raped. What you have to no, do is say, wrong. at what point is this kind of force needed? You can't, I mean, obviously, if the guy was just stealing a fucking tire, you don't shoot him. You don't shoot people for littering. 
uh, or else we would have shot the kids who had giant truck tire yesterday. Oh, no, don't shoot them. And plenty of places they would have been shot. Oh. Because somebody got had to haul that shit out of there. There's uh, ten cops and, and a dog, and he's staggering around like Frankenstein. I don't see why he couldn't have been taken down. I'm so shocked Libby Liberton is backing up Hicks once again. Absolutely. Too excessive. I guess that's you don't need the two if you use excessive. Maybe I'm the only one who likes to remember that I got to play basketball thanks to pal. What is funny about that? What is funny about that? Well, did you guys think that was a joke? The police athletic league yeah. is a fucking joke to you people? I don't get it. I don't like that they're going through his shit after he's dead. And don't mutley laugh every time you bring it. If, the, if anyone ever says that the cops do anything good, all you guys are up there. Uh, let's go over here to Peter and Mass. You're on my face. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, I was watching that video. It looks like the cop with the dog actually tases the kid. He's holding a taser, not a gun. And then the, it doesn't look like a crowbar. It looks like a giant claw hammer. And he turns to go after the cop who tased him, and that's when... Uh, well, we see him turn, but Fez's point is because that's what he was tasered. And at no time, from you saying, Fez, you don't think that the cop was in physical danger. He could have taken a step, a step back or whatever, let the tasing do its work. Right. What but, happened was, if you watch the guy with the taser, uh, not the guy with the dog, he's fumbling in his pocket and he t with the taser, and he takes his eye off the suspect. So you're actually saying this is bad police work? Yeah, all the way around. He took his eye. He, they're the professionals. He took his eye off the guy, and the guy stepped towards him, so he gets ten shots. So you're the kind of guy who never makes a mistake at work. I so you're able to say this could happen. Why is it the Fez can turn me on the cop side? Oh, I know, because he muttly laughed at the pal fucking reference, as if it was a made-up thing. Those guys had nice basketballs. And they said, we can play to 9.30. After that, everybody's heading home. Um, let's go over uh, to Kyle in Boston. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. When that guy comes out, the first cop, the one that he ends up going after, he pepper sprays on Mason. I think he maced himself. That's why he couldn't react. Uh, not that I agree with what the other cop did. But I think that's why he couldn't personally react right away, because I think he got himself with the uh, pepper spray. Um, I, I, yeah, it's really hard to tell from these shots. Here's Sean in Pittsburgh. You're on my face. Hey, I got the article. I got some facts here. Uh, yeah. First of all, the taser. He did get, uh, or no, he got taser in the face. You can actually hear in the video, he's like, oh, right in the face, right in the face. Yeah, I heard he that. Didn't he didn't react to it at all. He didn't even face it at all. But, uh, beyond that, I guess the guy, the reason the kids released the video, it says that, uh, I guess the, the police said that they got swung on twice by this guy. First of all, they uh, released the video because they had it. This is fucking... Uh, how could you not release it? They have a YouTube account. That's yeah. Exactly. That's why. And second exactly. of all, and you know they're calling each other, we're going viral, man. We could probably turn this... We ought to have some other shit, you know? Yeah, we'll keep our channel going. Um, but, but the other point of it is this. But you are exactly right that the cops say all this stuff like when they shot the 8th grader. If there was video there... The people that said that we were all being anti-cop would then have to watch the fucking video. See what the hell went down. Right. I mean, to me, shooting a guy with a fucking crowbar or a kid with a toy gun, I'd say that the guy with the crowbar is more than a fucking danger than a kid with a fucking water pistol. That's me. I'm sorry. 
pellet gun. Um, let's go over to uh, Joe in Jersey. You're on Fez. Hello? Yeah. Ron? Yeah. Um, nobody's mentioned uh, that top show, Southland, which is a show about L.A. cops. But there was, last night was an episode almost exactly like what you're describing on the video, where these two cops uh, try to bust up a crowd of kids just hanging around, and two girls went after the cop. One girl slugged him and spit at him, and he slugged her, and he handcuffed her, and now he's in big trouble because of all the videos that were taken. Yeah, the video you're not going to get around with in today's world. The difference between that scenario is that that cop hit a girl... And these cops shot a guy a bunch of times and killed him. I'm telling you right now, you're better off shooting a guy with a crowbar than you ever are punching a woman. Because this country will turn on you for punching a woman. Well, let me change that. For punching a white woman. They do not like that. Even a fucking redneck. Frowned upon. Unless it's in West Virginia. And they're like, hey, she was going to kill him with her bare hands. Um, let's go over here to Scott in Knoxville. You're on my Fez. Hey, Ron. You know, it's, I'm not criticizing you guys, but it's easy to critique these things when you watch them three, four times. But think of your first uh, viewing of it. You kind of don't know what's going on, and that's when you're in real life and the guy's coming at you with a crowbar or maybe your brother or friend. you got to make a decision. Sometimes, in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best one, but you got to do something or, or that's the end for uh, everybody around. So what do you do in this situation? You're saying, hey, it's too scary to be a cop out there. If you see a kid with a toy gun, you shoot. If you see a guy with a crowbar and he starts to step, you shoot. So what would you do if it was your job to say whether these were righteous shootings or not? Uh, you have to break down the training of the officer, make sure the right people, and then look at who did what. I'm not an expert on it. I have a buddy when I was, uh, when I was a cop who... Um, Came to a domestic violence thing. It was a redneck, of course, trailer, the whole deal. Mm. The guy came out and he had a baseball bat. And uh, basically, my buddy kicked him in the nuts. And the, you know, the guy dropped the bat, but then he thought he was good to go. He had his gun drawn. The guy ended up grabbing Dale's gun, turned it on him. The only reason he didn't get shot by his own gun is he stuck his, uh, his, um, between his thumb and his finger, his index finger, in between the trigger, which stopped it. Then he managed to turn back around and just blew the guy's, essentially blew the guy's face off. So, you know, you watch that video, you could probably break that down to where my buddy made a lot of errors. But, you know, things can happen really fast, even if, you know, a crowbar, a baseball bat can turn suddenly into your gun. If that guy whacked the guy, the other cop, and knocked him down and managed to get his gun, then he could have capped every single person around there. So they kind of have to make a... That's a long fucking pitch, though. I mean, I get, I know mathematically there's a chance, but I don't think... It, it oh, doesn't, on, it doesn't appear to me... That these cops were ever in that kind of physical danger. Like, and I'm you're right, the guy who got stepped up on, he never even got his fucking gun out until after the fact. Mm. Uh, so it was the guy on the side uh, who still kept on holding the dog. Fez, I'll ask you the same question. You said that these guys are trained professionals. Uh-huh. They've got to do the correct thing. So what do you do in this case? I think you tried to... You... No, what do you do now with these cops under what happened? Oh, I would take the, the shooter off of the street. There's more than one shooter. Yeah, I, well, I would take them off the streets. I would retrain them. I'd give them desk jobs. I wouldn't have them out there in the public where this could happen again. Uh, I will tell you this. What, what are you laughing at, Seats? Sounds like Fez is the police chief in a buddy cop movie. <laughs>
You two, turn in your badge! Um, Loose cannons? Yeah. He really hasn't given it past that kind of thinking. Uh, I don't think you could look at this and think to yourself that these guys were in any kind of serious danger. They literally had the guy surrounded, and there yeah. was five guys behind the two guys we saw. And as far as them stepping to him, I don't see why you need to be that close to the fucking dude. You know what I mean? Like, you still have that eight feet, he's got a crowbar, you got a gun. Yeah. Um, let's go over here to uh, Bill, Bill Yarmulfez. Yeah, I just heard on the news that guy was holding a toy crowbar. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good luck with the Patriots. Crowbar. Uh, Greg, <laughs> you're on my face. Uh, hey, guys. This yeah. is why it's uh, illegal in most states to videotape cops doing anything. Well, we videotape everything here in New York. That's right, Fucking cops pose for pictures and make out with women on fucking oh, yeah. New Year's Eve on TV. <laughs> We're all for it. Jason, you're on my face. Hey, I'm a cop here in Virginia, okay, I three uh, and uh, I think it was excessive force. The guy just had a crowbar, uh, and to 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 do this to this guy it was excessive, and they would be punished here as well. I, I I think I think their emotions got the best of them. I'm sure it but, did, but you know what? So did this. You know, no matter how much you're trained. No, mo nobody was trained as much as that kid who was returning punts in fucking San Francisco. He's fucking trained every day. Goes out, catches punts, fucking fair catches, blah blah blah. He fucked up. He oh, fucked yeah. up. Yeah, he did. Now they want to kill him in San Francisco. Guys who don't play sports have decided to tweet that they're going to kill him. Fuck his shit up. Yeah. Go find him where he lives. Says house on fire. Because most of them know what it's like to fucking take a punt while fucking crazy bastards are fucking running at you straight up. And it's raining. Yeah, they know. <laughs> um, here's uh, Jason. Jason, you're on the fuzz. Yeah, I was going to say, if this had been the same uh, cops on the Rodney King deal, they'd have just shot the hell out of the guy. It seems like these guys are just uh, a little too scared to get physical with... Uh, Rodney King, they just used the sticks on him. But like those L.A. cops said that day, let's get physical. Physical. Let's get into physical. That's what they were fucking singing. I don't know if there's, there's a time for singing. Um, here's uh, Paul. Paul, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. I think the problem with the uh, whole thing there is uh, the, uh, the stun guns, the tasers. I don't think tasers are very strong anymore these days. I saw a guy in a bar in Chicago... Take two tasers in a row and not even fall down. I don't understand why we use the fucking tasers, just pepper spray. It's all dog shit. They should have released that fucking dog on them is what they should have done. There, done. Easy. If I was a cop, I'd constantly be yelling, release the hounds. Would be my fucking thing. Let's rock the dog. And unit. whenever I showed up at a fucking cop's, at a fucking crime scene, I would let fucking 12 dogs loose right there and then run around barking. And then I'd be going like, what just happened here? These dogs do the work for me. Here, take a report. Back up, lady. That dog will tear your fucking throat out. Now, where did you last see your son? Where did the toddler? I go, don't grab that toddler in my mouth. I bring him back here dead or alive. If you're a baby crying. See if you can pitch a fucking new TV show for me. Okay. It's called Dog Pack. And it's just me and a pack of fucking dogs. That's badass. And every episode starts the same way right. when I yell out, Dog Pack, roll. 
And then hopefully that'll be the catchphrase that gets out there. The T-shirts, fucking hats, they'll fucking blow the fuck up. And you know what? I think enough fucking time has passed. See if Kramer wants to be in this. Oh, shit. All right. He'll also be playing the part of Kramer, though. I'm fucking, I don't want him doing anything else. <sighs> Glad he finally got out of prison. Kramer? Ah. Uh. Well, it's very funny that you hear the cop in Virginia be on the side of excessive force. Weird. But you, you know what? I don't expect it as eats. You know, he's fresh out of college. I expected a Fez, he's got a secret. I expected a fucking Hicks because he's constantly carrying something illegal. So it's really going to be up to me to sit down and decide. Okay. And if I was a judge ruling on this, yeah. I'd have to say dog pack roll. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a judgment. Is that a law? <laughs> it will be in this country. The dogs will be the fuck <laughs> in the courtroom too. They're just constantly with yeah. you. And if our ratings start going down, oh. I'll actually do this. I'll come back one, one next episode and go like this. Good news. I'm training wolves now. Oh, shit. Or you could add a celebrity. Like Cuba Gooding Jr. He ain't getting on on my show. That fucking guy's box office poison. Well, he's doing TV now. I don't want him around. He's already fucking taking that red tail fucking thing into the dirt. The opening scene, he just takes a fucking plane and flies it straight down. Nose first into the pavement. Screaming, show me Why he's screaming, not again. Oh my God, this plane is flying like my career. <laughs> if I was Cuba Gooding Jr., when I met people, I'd tell them I was Jamie Foxx. Wow. Loved you on any given Sunday. Well, whatever. Serious Let's not make a big deal out of it. That's just me. Don't even call me any names. Where's your Oscar? Uh, somewhere. <laughs> ben Affleck's holding it for me right now. I like when you were a rapper. You know what? Can we get back to what I wanted to talk about? And that was Dog Pack Roll. Fuck, I can't wait for this TV show. Uh, let's get into the other fucking thing before we get into the story today. By the way, it is the Ron Face show. The guys have all lined up something for us, Fez. You and I haven't seen it. A little something they're going to be presenting. And by the guys, I'm talking about our two producers and our senior intern. That's right. Senior intern used to be Fred. How'd your uh, breakfast go today? You know, the breakfast thing's really gone out of control since yesterday. Since the fight? Since the fight. I got a bagel, which was fine. I like a bagel in the morning. That's good. Mm. A little cream cheese. So sure. it's 2012. The with that, I had some fucking pile of egg and like broccoli and mushroom that I opened it, smelled it, closed it, and put it to the side. <laughs> I, so it was wasted food. There's one thing I fucking will not permit on this show. It's wasted food. I can't eat it, boss. I just, I'm not. I, it then fucking mail it to Somalia because that's a fucking waste. Well, why is Fed, why are you letting Zito fucking give me this? Can I tell you food? something? Here, I want you to picture it this way. Zito is the fucking cop and Fez is the train dog. And I said to myself yesterday, is fucking Fez going to let this guy trick him into ruin Hicks's breakfast? I have very little in life. I, I think I, I saw less. I saw, you figured because he puts it in your fucking head. I saw Hicks and fucking Dave 
eat food out of ONA's trash can. So I know he's not a picky eater. It's happened. He was very happy with the breakfast situation. Dog pack roll. Oh, no. Don't fucking steal my thing before I have a chance to get it fucking locked in. Jesus Christ. Who eats mushrooms in the morning? Ever. I saw a mushroom through the fucking the container. I was like, this can't be good. And no, man. I opened it up and the smell was awful. There any Do you sprouts? want to smell it? I fucking hate to say this, but if I called that thing anyone, and, and I'm going to give you the nice name for it, Gay Omelet or Game It. Yep. And that's the nice name. I got another name when we're not feeling so offended. Fagula, I'm I don't want to say what it is. It's just a fucking name. I hate so this. So right now, go down as the gamut. Can I get a half a gamut, please? Extra gay? Do me a favor. Take a small pair of scissors and cut off everything around it, like any good parts, like good crunchy parts. But really fill it up. Why do you let him in your fucking kitchen? Why does this fucking kid wearing a trucker's hat come in here and... Just fucking play your brain, Watley. It was an egg white omelet. I you never get him shitty things does. like that. <laughs> it never was his idea. He went out screaming at him yesterday. Well, screaming at her. And I, now it's two against one. I just feel like a crazy guy with a fucking uh, crowbar right now, and I'm just getting lit up. But you're healthier for it. No, I'm dead. You know what? The other thing is, if you eat egg whites and vegetables in the morning... You're just a fucking fart machine anyway, so I am so... I didn't touch it. ...fucking glad. Um, I, I shouldn't even have any breakfast. Bob, you're on my face. That's where this is heading. Bob, go ahead. Uh, listen, you know, your good friend Lucy Lou's on Southland now. She got a ass kicked last night. Tell me who did it, and I'll fucking go looking for them, whether it was a movie, a TV show, or not. How did she drop down the TV so fast? Next, she'll be doing radio. And then finally, just dressing up like fucking Elmo and standing out on a corner with one of those bags, pointing at it after the kid gets his picture taken. Lucy? Is that you? What happened? You're what angels. are you going to get him for lunch that makes up for this? Yeah. What cheesy, meaty goodness did he get? Or is it another fucking day of queer eggs and ham? I will not eat queer eggs and ham. I will not eat them, Sam. I am. Do you see who you made fucking happy with this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you see how he tricked you? He doesn't deserve happiness. Why didn't you just get what? Instead of fucking buying that, why didn't you just give laughing gas to Zito? I will not eat them in the office. Oh. What are you doing an impression of? Green eggs and ham. Oh, okay. Green eggs and ham. But queer eggs and ham in this case. Oh my god. Off of your menu. Yeah, that makes you one. Yeah, you're gay. Worst thing ever. <laughs> if you want to keep using the slurs. That's right. Wait, slurs. Then you're with guys. I'm sick of being stuck in the middle of this whole fucking <laughs> breakfast war. Seriously, why is there a breakfast war? <laughs> this is between you and Fez. It has nothing to do with Zito. And Zito comes in like a fucking marionette. Fucking, what would you call a guy who runs the fucking marionette? What would he be? Puppeteer? Yeah, the puppeteer. But it's not a puppet. He would have to be a marioteer. Or Mario queer. That's as it. we say in New York. Not that. How did he chess play your, oh, your fucking brain? That's a manipulator, is a marionette. That's what the fuck you are, Zito. You're a manipulator.
Mark Manipulator. Fez, right. would you do me a favor and once win against this guy? It'll be nothing but blocks of cheese from now on. That's not the point. You can't go completely in the other direction. Beverly. Why does it, seriously, why does it always got to be aces or deuces with you? Castle crackers with it at least? I mean, Jesus. No. But, Just cheese. You don't even belong in this. Yeah. They had a happy fucking life that was going on between the two of them. And you got in his fucking head. So tomorrow I'm going to be like, why did you get him a brick of cheese? And which he'll probably get throwing fucking Pepper's face. <laughs> I got him this bag of lard. I don't think I'd eat that. Well, maybe. Is it warm? I'm starting to fucking worry about the gay mets. I, I is a gay omelet. I stayed away from the gay mitt. I wasn't no part of that. The bagel's all right. Did you run the game? What? Can I get a half a juice with that? With extra ice, crushed. Get less juice, though. Yeah, much less. Maybe tomorrow, like, some nice spinach, maybe some cranberry juice. You know what? Just prop me up in the window and let me get sun, like I'm a plant. Sprinkle some water on me. Not too much. The name of the restaurant is Do These Pants Make Me Look Fat? <laughs> Welcome yes. to Do These Pants Make you make Me Look Fat? And the answer is yes. Gigantic. Okay, table four. What's gonna? What's gonna Who are you mad at, Fez? I see you simmering over there. No, I'm mad at myself. I Why are you mad got, at yourself when I you got? How would I you get fucking mad? At you? Why would you be mad at yourself when you got fucking manipulated by the great manipulator who's laughing now and was just doing this? And now, not only has he turned you against Higgs, he's turned you against himself. Wait, yourself. This is outrageous. You let him get away with fucking murder, she wrote. Uh, all right, next fucking uh, thing that's up on the iBank today. Uh, and I don't know about the title. Uh, Car Baby uh, Born in Pants, I think, is the full title of it. Okay. But it does work. This is... Now, this should probably be not safe for Earth. And I don't understand it at all. I don't understand how women can do anything as gross as have a baby. It's Let me try to explain to you what a baby is. This is another person. Let me even take it worse. This is another human skeleton that's inside you. Oh, what the fuck? Which I find to be the grossest thing ever. That's creepy as shit. Now, what you do then is shove that skeleton down surrounded by muscle fat and skin through your vagina and this and everyone's acting like oh god is so great no, what that sounds painful and horrifying it's like for, for everyone bathroom? yeah when you were a little kid did you fall for like the stork story when you first started uh i, I did when i was young and i'll tell you why it is a more believable story than where babies actually come from and what they do well, here's a guy taking his wife. You still fear us, huh, Fez? I just still, I'm watching you there and you can't even move. No, I'm okay. Who are you mad at? Myself. <sighs> Why does he let Cito get away with murder, she wrote. I don't know. Why? When will you see who the real trouble is? All right, let's get back into this. So he's driving his wife to the fucking hospital. 
she does the grossest thing ever, and that's have a baby in her pants. Oh, no. She doesn't even take off her fucking trouser. Car baby, born in pants. Is that worse than shitting your pants? Ah, way worse. Yeah. But it's about the only thing that you can compare to it. It's like the shit were alive and crawling around <laughs> in your pants. Now, this baby covered in... I'm going to just call it placenta juice. I don't know the actual name. Ugh. Still has the cord attached. They roll it in egg whites and bring it to Pepper Hicks and said, Here, Zito fucking manipulated Fez into this. Fresh baby. Who are you mad at, Fez? Zito. Oh, he's moving, see? Good. He's now, Good. he's becoming... How did you become aware who was behind this? Zito, have you watched this fucking thing yet? Because you might not want to. I have not. You might not want to watch it. You're not going to believe it. I will only tell you that it opens with the father screaming as the baby is born in the wife's pants. There's no other reaction, really, to have. And why is this man driving and videotaping? What the, what the fuck has happened to us? Fuck like a multitasker. I don't know if I should watch this. I might vomit my bagel up. Which I liked. I liked the bagel. What kind of fucking bagel was that? Fucking whole wheat bagel? I think it was just a plain bagel. Was it Fez or was it whole wheat? It was whole wheat. Oh. <laughs> I was confused because, like, it... why wouldn't you be confused? You had a great morning every day of your life till fucking what the manipulator. <laughs> Any idea how you're going to get him back, Fez? Uh, by serving Pepper Hicks a buffet. How does that and fucking hurt Zito? Because he wants breakfast so bad, that's why he tried to sabotage this thing. I just thought of something. Add Fred. Add Fred. Bypass fucking Zito. Oh, Add fucking no. Fred. I like that idea. No, this is yeah. bullshit. Like Fred doesn't that. even eat that much. He doesn't eat it all. That's yeah. fine. I don't think that's a good idea at all. I mean, what, about, what about new intern, too? I love the new intern. We don't have a name for him yet. You want him in, Fess? Oh, we can put, yeah, we can put Good. new intern oh, in. Jesus Christ. Okay. Good. I don't think... <laughs> he deserves it. Fine. Whatever. Fine. All right. Let's watch this. By the way, it's up on the iBang at the iBang.com. It's not an easy watch. We'll just put it on quickly. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. I'm pulling over, baby. Oh, my God! I'm pulling over. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's stop it for a second. Oh. I... One, uh, human babies are not of this world. That was like a fucking alien. It was like a greasy, fucking, slimy fucking animal. I got to push it again. It's like a sci-fi movie. It is. It's alien. Put on his blinker. That's nice. It, the blinker's been on. He's just crazy. Now here's his baby. By the way, they're using a cell phone and a camera, and they don't have the baby in a fucking car seat yet. They could be fine so much. Baby seems to be doing good. What kind of baby squeezing right away, too? Like, knows how to hug. Now, here's the other part of it. 
I thought that the that the cord had to be snipped pretty fast. Turns out I was wrong. No clue. Turns out I was wrong. She called somebody nearly immediately. Well, she called the hospital. They were on the way to the hospital. And she had to say, and the fucking guy doesn't even talk for her. And she has yeah. to say, we had the baby in the car. Should I still come in or should I just turn around? Do, uh, guys take this? They ought to fucking pull in the Carl Juniors and at least get some fucking takeout for themselves. Or a tasering. I guarantee you that's California. Fucking nightmare. Hey, at least they don't have any lot of hospital bills. <sighs> yeah, they'll still, because you have to take the baby over there. I'm really freaked out by that. I, did, I thought I wasn't going to be. Like, the opening like, shot is just fucking horrifying. Because <laughs> it's like she's pulling a fucking infectious disease out of her. The husband's like, oh my god. Like it's a magic trick. It's so frightening. Now, my chick is a doula and does this on purpose. Oh. And I see that, and I'm like, I'm not even kidding you. And I said to her, like, I go, is that the worst that you've ever seen? She's like, what are you talking about? That's fantastic. But I, I treated it like it was a car accident. I go, is that the worst that could ever happen? And she's like, what do you mean? That was a very healthy, you know, the mother health. And I'm like, well, you don't think that that's the most horrendous thing? She's like, no. That's very scary. No, that's basically. Now, have you ever seen a baby being born? I think, yeah, like in fucking, not in real life, but on videos and shit. I'm telling you, when you see it in real life, it's, you, that's the, that's the closest I'll get to saying, hey, that, that's a person right there, so maybe there is some other dimension that people come from. Because you didn't feel like it's just a bunch of flesh and nothingness. You immediately pick up a personality and in my belief, some kind of knowledge in the eyes. The way That's freaky. that a baby will look at you immediately, you feel like somewhat, like you've, you're meeting another person. That's nuts. Like you're almost like, oh, hi, how are you? Um, my name's Ron. <laughs> I'm here to fuck up the rest of your life. How are you? Get ready for a ton of mistakes. <laughs> so I... Now, I thought this was the most horrendous thing ever, but she's a duel and she's like, no, that's, the, the, everything's fine. No, nothing. nothing's fine in this video. It looked like it just like slipped out, which is kind of scary. Some girls can spit it out like it's a watermelon seed. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh. Some girls, they push fucking 36 hours, 36 fucking hours. It like crawls up. Ah. C-section that I know the right away the baby's like I want to get in a more comfortable situation here. This vagina is not what I like. I it's almost like a clay mask around the toe. It's like quado. <laughs> Seriously, look at it. It's quado. Quado. Oh Make sure. Crane. <laughs> There's water in Mars. Um, hey, buddy, looks like if you're still alive, everything worked out the way we wanted. Why is he taunting his own personality? I don't know. It's it doesn't really make weird. sense. That old movie was fucked. <laughs> hey, uh, Travis, you're on Yeah, I was wondering if the baby's name is Mercedes or Lexus. I am mm. telling you right now. It's like Camry. I, here's the weird thing. You guys didn't cringe and get gnarled when a cop 
was shooting a fucking guy with a crowbar. But a baby being born, why do men see it as the most ridiculous thing that could ever happen? It just looks disgusting. Look, this is fucking little creepy human crawling out covered in blood and goo. The mother is amazing how she just grabs the cord oh. and moves it off to the side. As opposed to what? Like action, being able to actually touch it calmly. Where it's like, ooh, that, that... I cut the cord twice, dude. Wow. And one, one of them we had in like, uh, it was kind of an Indian TP, so I had to bite through it. We did like this whole fucking thing. So I had to do the thing where I bit through the cord. Wow. Fuck. I made that up, you fucking... What do I look like? Seriously. Well, I was on board. You could have gone. But I did fucking cut the cord. And then I made the announcement. The cord has been cut! Do they use normal scissors, or is there like a special pair you get to keep? No, you go real big one, like Garden you're opening shears. up a department store. <laughs> 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 no, they're like the fucking... What do you call those things? Uh, sutures? Or like shears? No, the one... Sutures. The sutures type of thing that they have it there. You know, like a, the, the doctor uses. Oh, the ones... And they clip it all. off nice. Nice. So you can't really fuck it up. Or can you? Can, then you're supposed... No, you can't fuck it up. They don't let you fuck it up. Listen, I got my own knife. <laughs> Does people still eat the placenta? Well, no. What they do now is freeze it because it becomes valuable for those cells. Uh, so if you need any kind of genetic stuff... It'll be used later in life. Nice. You don't have yours, oh. so you will die like a regular death. But your children was, may go on forever. That was my immediate thought. Where I don't think we have my placenta. I don't think they were doing that yet. Um, Danny, you're on Fez. Hey, how loose is this girl's vagina? That's my question. That baby but, just fell out. Why would you even ask such a question? This is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Why? You just watched a man being shot to death. That's okay. This is way more biological. Oh, way more biological and weird. I guarantee you, more people will watch the shooting than this. Yeah. It's easier to fucking watch the shooting. Why is that, though? And I agree with you, but I don't understand what is so wrong with us. Because at least the fucking guy who got shot was wearing clothes and wasn't crying. <laughs> Okay, you're making sense. You're totally making sense. <laughs> this is seriously like what I imagine, a, like everyone's fear of a bad sci-fi movie of something like just crawling out of your stomach. That's what it looks like. It crawls out of her pants and is just. I guess, but this is the most natural thing. I mean, just think, every fucking body who's ever been on the earth has been born, and yet we men still see it as this unseemly oh god disaster it is a disaster it's fucked up <laughs> um here's chris chris you're on my face hey ronnie uh, a couple of things when my uh when my daughter was born first of all my uh my wife was sitting on my lap when her water broke um and then when the baby was born uh, I went to cut the umbilical cord, which is kind of like has the consistency of a rubber band. Cut through the thing. I was wearing glasses, and blood just splattered all down my face. All I saw was red. Should have put him down if he got the taste of blood in him. Ugh. You know. 
Hey, by the way, somebody wrote to us. Anti-military, anti-police, anti-American. Here we go again. Anti-baby. How come the redneck callers who have fortified their homes and secretly wish for the day that they can blow the head off an ATF agent? And this comes from a guy with one of the least American names I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that if they were... If, believe me when I tell you, dude, I will fucking pass for an American long before anyone who uses every fucking letter in the alphabet for his first name. Um, Casey, L.A., you're in Fez. Hey, guys, good morning. Hey, Fez, I hope everything's well. Uh, you there? Yeah, I'm going to get Fez uh, into it a little bit today, because he got, you got pricked by, uh, Zietz today, huh, Fez? Yeah, that sounds yeah. He got one by you. His, he sounds strong, though, this morning, I'm going to be honest with you, real strong. Um, so I have a friend who gave birth via midwife, like, into a, into a big pond of water, you know, mm -hmm. like one of, a, a wet, a water birth. Yeah. And then, and then we've all kind of heard of that, you know, Ricky Lake made that movie, blah, blah, blah. But she did something with her placenta. She cooked, and I'm not lying, she cooked her placenta. She and her daughter ate, she and her, uh, uh, like, six-year-old daughter, you know, and one of her older kids ate the placenta together, about half of it. And then what they didn't eat, they put in a dehydrator, and then they took it from the dehydrator once it was dry, turned it into powder, Put that powder into the clear capsules that you buy at the vitamin store and then froze those capsules so that 25 years from now, when she goes through menopause, she can use them as a hormone supplement for menopause. There's supposed to be all kinds of nutrients in it. I don't know how much of this stuff, you know, I would believe, but the stuff that you're even talking about is ancient. You know what I mean? Like Native Americans used to do that kind of stuff. It was just known as fact that this was good for you. And then around, I don't know, the 1950s, we pushed women away from childbirth completely and said this could only be handled by a, a, a male doctor who will um, take some ice tongs and try to pull the baby out. As he's chain smoking. And that's why you got a lot of people that have dents in their heads. Because people, I know a girl uh, used to work with us, so they fucking grabbed those baby prongs, they try to fucking yank it out. They fucking broke her nose. Ugh. Her first fucking moments in the planet was having her nose being smashed. That's fucked. Now she's got a fucking nose like Tex Cobb. <laughs> you know? Very attractive girl, but with a Tex Cobb nose. I get that fucking shit fixed. That sounds fucking terrible. Why can't we just fucking get robots to deliver babies? Just fucking knock everyone out, just sterilize this thing a little bit. Yeah, why do we even need babies? Why don't we just have robots? No. Uh, yeah. I just have a little theory that the reason why guys think the childbirth is so gross is they think nothing belongs in a vagina except their penis. Or a tongue. Okay, but, you know. I yeah. Watch someone die or watch someone give birth. <laughs> but don't you think that we could have two organs and save one without pushing a baby through there that's why you know i mean people are like you know how guys fucking talk about big dick stuff look at the size of this baby you ever see a guy with a cock that fucking size never check out my baby cock it's and, actually and <laughs> every woman is built to push something that big through their vagina so nothing really is going to affect Nothing's going to fucking impress that vagina. <laughs> no fucking dick. Matter of fact, if that was your penis, you'd fucking cry yourself to sleep. 
a state trooper. And when they go, when he went through his, uh, the police academy, they give them a childbirthing class because there's so many Indian reservations. And if they ever get called out to help birth a baby, um, if the placenta is broken when it comes out of the mother, yeah. then the tribe, the tribe puts a curse on the, person delivering the baby for the rest of their lives because they did a bad job exactly because they cook the placenta after it comes out and then the whole tribe has to eat it for i use the placenta as a shower cap <laughs> and because i felt like it was good for my hair and plus i really had stuff to do later that day and i didn't want to was it rot yeah I'm sure it has, it's really good conditioners and nutrients for your hair. Holly, you sound different today. Where are you calling from? I'm in Seattle. Oh! <laughs> so I'm on my way downtown right now. Whoa! Yeah. I like slang. I job interview. Ah, I don't get that part. Did it work? How do you like in Seattle? Oh, it's beautiful. We... I was up in the mountains for the past three days, and we had a beautiful snowstorm. It snowed about six inches, and all the trees, you could hear the trees snapping and falling outside. Beautiful and, and dangerous. The, and then the next day, it all melted off, and now today it's raining. Uh, well, let's see how we get used to the rain. I feel like I'm in Pittsburgh, actually. <laughs> but you always do. I know. You it never do. leaves me. All right, sweetie. Thanks for calling all right. us. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. I guess we're like a morning show now for her yes we are for the west coast but thanks for finally after your year and a half fucking being here realizing that it's not just the people in the room that's crazy there's times fuzzy how does this guy get to you when you see that we're not dealing with einstein over there and yet how does he manipulate you into wasting money this morning Plus ways to Pepper's time. And now Pepper's weak. He's not part of the show. You know, he's like, uh, uh. I guess. What do you need? Seven candy bars to get back into this? Like those TV commercials? Some fried, maybe. I don't know. By the way, I saw this today. What's that? Uh, there's fried food is not bad for your heart. Yes. After all these years of the lies, they just said, fry It's. I think it's in, um... Probably half pal. Luckily, I never listened to that, so I've been fucking enjoying. <laughs> and everyone else is like an asshole. <laughs> Could you half fry that, please? I just fry half of it and bake the rest. Fried food, not bad for heart, if cooked in olive or sunflower oil. I guess I'll eat stuff cooked in olive oil. It's basically saying Crisco is bad for the heart. Okay. That's all. <laughs> Fine, that works. Big Cat. Mm -hmm. What do I got to do to drag you into this? What's in the Big Cat's mind? What's Mr. Watley thinking about today? Uh, there's a Super Bowl ad. There is a Super Bowl ad. That has been revealed. And it's going to play in local markets. All right, not, so it's not, not a, it's not a Super Bowl ad. Well, it's going to play in local markets during the Super Bowl and during the pregame. Mm -hmm. And places like St. Louis, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, Tulsa, Minneapolis. And it's for this very little-known Democratic candidate for president. And he's very pro-life. 
And this ad is just going to show aborted babies. Aborted fetuses. In different positions. And with a, with a real Wrath of God narration over it. So this is something that people are going to have to look at during the Super Bowl. Well... On a day where it's friends and family get I mean, together. But, but by the same thing, uh, we don't get to pick our commercials. You know what I mean? So if it passes, it passes. I hate the cancer commercials. I hate the lung commercials. There's a lot of people that hate the Viagra commercials. There's a lot of guys who don't want to hear about a women's flow commercials. The fucking fact of the matter is, you ain't paying for the Super Bowl. They have spots to sell. They're making money. I don't know if guys like us that are in the radio business want to be about stopping these guys from getting their message out. But Super Bowl, it's like one of the biggest food days of the year, and they're going to show a bloodied, severed fetus arm on television. Well, A, we haven't seen it. B, this is exactly why they're doing it, to get people like yourself talking about it. I mean, I'm sure they have to pass whatever thing anybody else does. But I don't know why sometimes we act like, hey, if it's a political message, because I think something came up a lot. Oh, I remember it was Tebow's mom wanted yeah. to do the don't have an abortion a couple years ago. It's 30 fucking seconds. Most of the ads I don't want to see anyway. I hate ads. But I don't want to be in the business of telling people your your message can't get out there. It's and I don't even understand the reason they said because it's a political ad, the these local stations can't change the content of it. Well, they probably can't change the content of anything. Why do you want to have the local station change the content? Why wouldn't the advertising people? I mean, if I took a uh I don't know, an ad for candy and then as the local station go, you know, it's also bad for the kids' teeth, and they could choke on it. Um, I just, I, I really, most ads I hate, but I don't know if we want to start telling people you can't get your political ad out there. I mean, to me, we let them sell any fucking product they want to. All the fucking drugs that they sell on there. There's tons of shit. They lie through their infomercials. But why is this one ad? And I hate the non-smoking ad, particularly for all the people who don't smoke. Why are they stuck saying it? Something like fucking 70-some percent of the people don't smoke. And they have to see these same gross fucking smoking commercials. Freak-out commercials. Um, or the sad animal commercials. Let's go over here to Mike in D.C. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. So what's going on is this guy, he's running as a Democrat. He's running in the Democrat for the Democratic nomination against Obama over there locally. Mm -hmm. And the reason he's doing that is because there's a loophole. So since he's a political candidate, they have to run whatever he sends them. You know, if, if this guy was just some outside group he, who was running a political ad, they could say, no, this is not really what people want to see. And they could turn it down, but because he's a political candidate, so it's it's not, a he's not even really running. He's only said he's registered to run, so he can run these ads during the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, I would let exactly. him do it. Uh, hey, um, hey, um, 
If I can ask uh, Hicks over there, should I get Chinese or Italian for lunch? That's really, <laughs> ser seriously, you must be so starved. Egg oh, white omelet. That sounds so good. Uh, go Chinese, mix it up. Wow, right. shocker. I never saw you. I never saw you coming that, that way. Some fried rice, maybe some fucking some chicken. Steamed vegetables. Yes, we already know. We all know. Maybe some noodles or some. An egg roll. Wonton soup. I don't know. Depends on how the guy's feeling. But it makes no sense that this that you can show bloody fetuses on TV, but Meryl Streep gets bleeped at the Golden Globes because she said the word shit. Well, I have no problems with her saying shit. Right. But but the fucking point is is to this is just my point of view. I don't want to stop people's political messages, even if I disagree with them. And it seems like this is the problem. That you're into when you say we accept advertising, you know what I mean? Like, why is that less uh, offensive, or or suddenly should be treated differently than all the other ads that run out there? And I'm going to tell you, for all the and what what really brings the heat to it is what you're doing right now. It's not the ad itself. It's the oh my god, this shouldn't be run. We did this before with Tebow's mom. And when you saw the ad, it would have went by you in a heartbeat without even picking up. As a matter of fact, most ads in the world, you'd have to see fucking so many times before you even remember the product. They blow. And this guy, this Randall Terry, who's putting this out there. Uh, where it's supposed to be so much respect for the unborn. He's got these uh, dead fetus bodies uh, posed with rosaries. Uh, he puts the severed arm up against a dime to show how tiny it is. He's sitting there playing with fetuses while uh, we're supposed to respect them. Well, what's your feeling on it? Are you pro or anti-choice? I'm pro-choice. Well, you weren't always. No. No, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to make that decision. Well, when did you make the decision that you would be pro-choice? You used to be anti-choice. Yeah. When did you make the decision? Probably like, uh, uh, probably about five years ago, five, seven years ago. Wow, I didn't know that you waited that long. So all that time in your life, you were anti-choice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, when I was religious and, you know, four or five nights at the church, all of that. Yeah. What, what changed it for you? Because I just... Um, it was, I'm trying to think of the exact moment. It seemed like it would be a big deal. Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me anymore to tell someone what to do in their situation when I have no idea. Well, be open to the other, be open to the other side. See what, I mean, quite frankly, you're not going to see this. You read the story, you wanted to be outraged about it. But uh, I think it's a non story. I really do. I think it, I think it's better off if you really feel the way you do to let these things come and go. Uh, it's almost like you're getting pissed off at the Westboro Baptist Church, where just because you disagree with the message they're putting out there, be happy that you live in a country where people can get their messages out. I don't think anybody is going to, you know, or a huge amount of people are going to change their minds on this. I don't see any real attempt to reverse Roe versus Wade in this country right now. No, this guy's just going to be the guy who showed dead fetuses on during the Super Bowl. He's but, not going to be the guy who changed anyone's mind. Um, 
Let's go over here to Joe. Joe, you're on Fez. I think I understand what Fezzy's saying. I think the difference is that if it was just an anti-abortion thing and they didn't show dead fetuses, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. If it was an anti-war thing and they showed, like, dead soldiers, people would be outraged. But because it's such a hot topic, Roe versus Wade, I think that's why, you know, that's why I understand what Fezzy's saying. I don't care what they advertise. But don't show a dead fetus. I think I understand what Fezzy's saying. I, I, I get it, but, you know, in within this 30 seconds, I think it's going to come and go very, very quickly. And I haven't seen the spot. But I can't imagine that the local stations, whether this is political or not, are going to be able to run something that's against the guidelines of their community. You know what I mean? I can't imagine. So I'd have to see the spot. But again, I won't say it unless somebody brings it to me. Because I don't live in these fucking towns where this guy's uh, able to run around doing this shit. Tom, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Um, they're shown in the Boston area, and it's about 60 seconds. And it's uh, not about pro or against. It's about who wants to watch fetus. I think he's doing a joke. All right, we'll move into a break here. Um, Hicks, would you be offended if the ad ran? <sighs> Whatever. I mean, I'm pro-choice. Not going to change my mind. You hate the fucking, what do you call it, ads? The smoking ads? That annoys me because it's fucking driving up the price of my cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> the Sarah McLaughlin ads are terrible, too. I don't even know what that was. Oh, about animals? the dead dogs? Oh, Sad God. Dogs. Yeah, but you know what? I just shut my eyes and listened to the beautiful song. But here's the thing. A lot of your thing is that people are grossed out because they're eating. But that's the same exact example people give if there's two men kissing on TV. Oh, you know what oh I mean? God. The fuck. That. And I'm very, very serious. The fucking reality is this. You don't pay for the Super Bowl. They make their money taking ads. Most of the ads we've learned to ignore in this country. I watched TV last night. I can't tell you a single fucking ad. Can't tell you one. It's like chucking money away. <laughs> uh, let's break here. When we get back, uh, you and the guys have something for us, huh? Hicks. Yeah, that's right. We put together a little list for you. What is the list? Best cartoons on today. The current badass great cartoons. All right, I've got mine. Okay. Should I give it now? Before we come back, who, who put together the list? Myself, Mark Zito, and UCB Fred. Fez is Flintstone. Fez is a, a Flintstone man from way back. Why isn't he watching it? Because it's current cartoons, cartoons that are airing today. All right. New school shit. Then I'm gonna say probably Astro Boy, if not Kimba the White Lion. Those are those are old school and great, but Tobar the Eighth Man in there? No, it's not. Didn't make the list. By the way, for people at home, Tobar. Is robot spelled backwards? What? Yeah. It's kind of like Lost. Fez, did you want to be part of this? I would have liked to have been part of it. I guess you're not uh, considered fresh in today like these guys. Um, we will break. And do adults watch most of these, right? Yeah, these, these are stuff because that, that I watch, am right? at my house at night, 
And it's, you know, 1230 at night, and I'm looking, and I'm like, cartoon, cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I know no kids are up. That's right. Love it. And they're weirder and weirder, right? Oh, they're getting so fucking bizarre that it doesn't even make any sense. But, you know, sometimes sometimes it fucking hits, and it's really fucking good. And we got the list to tell you what is good. Jetsons? Jetsons aren't on there. Classic, though. Josie and the Pussycats? Uh, That's a good one. Nope, not on. Didn't make the list. Did we put Underdog on there? No. Bummer. I'm sorry. I'll never watch Underdog, and that's only because GVAC hates him. And they made that terrible movie. Uh, Oh, that's not the real Underdog? It's just a board guy named Underdog? Oh, I didn't know that. All right, we break. We come back, and we're talking about the new animation. The top ten. We've already got a couple. Astro Boy, Tobar the Eighth Men, Camber the White Lion. Literally none of those are on the list. You guys happy with your list? Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you fight over each one? Oh, Jesus, yeah. How did you do this without Fez hearing? New office. Mm. Soundproof office. We'll be right back. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron Fez show. Um, you know, we started saying we'd give out the gold star to somebody who sends the iBang the best video or news story of the day. Yesterday was a runaway, of course, with giant truck tire. Today, it's a shootout uh, between the the cops shooting crowbar man. And car baby in pants. Now, I guess we'll wait till the end of the show, but one of them is crushing the other one. Oh, no. And the cops shooting the guy in the crowbar, more people want to see than a beautiful birth of a baby. A beautiful or... Now, the guy who gave the thing over for the car baby, born in pants, really wants to win the gold star, really wants his name on the show. (laughs) Hopefully... The people will respond to it. But, you know, we've got to do what we got to do here. Seems like more people are interested in violence than, you know, the birth of a life. That's it's true. kind of sad. It's sad for you, but for me, it's life affirming. Because I'm in the arms trading business. And that means like, business will continue to stay good. It's like more to war. Uh, Fred, this was your original idea when you were trying to tell us how important animation is you know they do their own animated oscar and by the way tintin did not even get in the top five chef town uh which supposedly steven spielberg is crushed about come on steven you've got done so much you've gotten your oscars well he wanted it for the other people he wanted it for the draw he doesn't do any of the drawing what he does is at the end of it comes in and says yeah, now just put Steven Spielberg's Presents in front of it, and off we go Wonderful. to the marketplace. 
Um, all right, so this is the top ten, what you consider cutting edge. Yeah, the best animated shows on television today. Now, all you guys came in with your own separate. So do we want to do this as a team or each person who put up? And if you agree or disagree, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Why do adults watch cartoons? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Your pubes are going to fall out. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Gone forever. They're never going back. This is another reason that weed makes you stupid. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, by the way, uh, this list is up on the iBang, and if you'd like to comment, this is the 10 cutting-edge shows. What is the show number one, and who put, who put it up there? Number one is The Simpsons. Old school, but still on today, goes with Mark Zito. Mark Zito, now to me, if you did this seven years ago, or nine years ago, I think there'd be high fives all around. I find it... Um, pretty fucking annoying. Uh, anybody else want to throw in? I mean, I don't know. I I guess it is kind of a controversial pick, seeing as how it's been on so long, and it's not quite the same quality that it used to be. But it, it used to be fantastic. It there was, was a, and it wasn't the early years, and it wasn't the later years. There was a middle. That was so good. Uh, and some people give that to Conan O'Brien, by the way. Yeah. They said when Conan O'Brien was one of the top writers. But now we're going back like 17 years ago. It's getting fucking crazy. When it was really good. And the reruns aren't even the, the good reruns. Yeah, they, no. just, they reruns one from like 2005. So if it was up to you two guys, would you have let Zeke pass this through? This was Zito's call. I tried to argue against it, but Zito was all about The Simpsons. Well, I get, because that basically started cartoons in primetime, I would think, or at least the modern day of primetime cartoons. Without The Simpsons, the rest of this list doesn't exist. So the fact that they're still on today and still... Doesn't mean that you're the best band out there. If you can't go around and say, oh, the top ten bands, well, put Pearl Jam in, because without them, you wouldn't have this and this. No, you got to bring it. None of the shows that we left off this list were better... Than The Simpsons. Today? Today. None then this list blows. Then this list... <laughs> don't go that far. Even if I don't know this show, these shows, if The Simpsons, to me, is borderline unwatchable today. It has uh, its moments. All right, so this isn't one through ten, right? No, this is... All right, so we're not looking at the number one here. What else you got? Next is Archer on FX. I have no idea what Archer is. Who, who put that one up? Mr. Zietz. Zietz, tell us about Archer and why it made the list. Well, Archer, I really like because it's 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 an FX show. I like a lot of FX shows, and I specifically like they took a chance on animation here. Archer's about like a um, he's a spy, and it's very Mad Men esque, like the animation. If you look at it, and he, you know, he just says crass things. And I, I so it, this is more of a serious show. You're saying no, it's, it's not, not. It's not. It's it's Mad Men looking, but it's not a serious show at all. It's a comedy. I just meant more the the style of. The office he works in and what he looks like. It's a very risque show too. It's it's very much for adults and yeah, it, it looks very serious, but it's actually like really silly and there's you know there's a lot of sex and violence in it. How could a cartoon be for adults? That's like saying uh, we've come up with a playground for uh, adults. That would be a great idea. Um, also, there's just like some great like like talent like Judy Greer does a voice on it and uh, H. John Benjamin who Jessica Walters from Arrested Development is also on it. And Archer is actually this guy's like third or fourth uh, cartoon. He used to have a bunch of shows on Adult Swim. This guy, Adam Reed. 
And then his last show on Adult Swim got canceled, then he went on a walkabout, and then came back with this show. And his other two shows, C-Lab 2021 and uh, Frisky Dingo, were very good. I thought they were top-notch. And Archer is just as good as those shows. Um, someone told me that E-Rock is Mr. Animation. If he'd ever want to come in and do one of these, because I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> So everybody who believes Archer belongs on the list? Yeah, and yeah. Archer, all of my friends, they really love Archer. They always tell me, like, this is the greatest cartoon on today. I like, play they, a little bit for really me and see if I can't pick up on it. It's just this theme. Here's the show. Improve your work environment. Ow! Ow! Hostile work environment. Shut up! With these simple tips. Just the tip? Be politically correct. A frickin' hobbit works here? No, he's just Lana, a... they're called little people, Will not you hobbits. Sh- he's... What, you're black-ish? Ish? There's your bomber, Beardsley McTurbanhead. Give compliments. Great, good job. Shut up! Lana, your eyes are amazing. Archer. I mean, not compared to your tits, but... Diffuse conflict. <laughs> I'm not laughing uh, at all. I, I will you. end you. Uh, maybe it's because I'm just seeing a cartoon... But it doesn't have me laughing. Here's Pat in New York. Hey, come on, Ronnie. Archer's the shit. I mean, uh... I only I saw 10 seconds of it, so... <laughs> I, I would not give a review. Come on, he, he complimented her tits, and then and then she shot him in the leg. <laughs> How is that not funny? Um, Hilarious. Well, there's not a he and she. I just see drawings. Oh. You can clearly <laughs> see one is a man and one is a woman. How could a drawing be a man or a woman? It's just the drawing. All right, what do we got next, and who put it up? Next is Futurama, put up by Mr. Marzito. Oh, God, I know this blows now. What? Futurama is a great show. Unbearable. I'm not the biggest fan, but people fucking love this show so much. They're, they I mean, they get brought back from cancellation, but I was, I was never a giant Futurama fan. Yeah, I gave Futurama the nomination, but Fred definitely helped me champion the cause when we had the meeting. I'm worried about how much... First of all, this does not seem to be uh, anything but straight mainstream, this list. And quite frankly, the same stuff, I would have Futurama on it, because I've heard of it. I would have had The Simpsons on it, I've heard of it. I think we're going to be losing the hipsters on this. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Tom in New York, you're on the Run Fez Show. Okay, first I have to start with the patented disclaimer that I first discovered this show watching it with my young nephews. But I'm not seeing any love for a show that David Bowie actually appeared on and did a voice, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, SpongeBob did not make your list, huh? Why was that, boys? I mean, it's a a good cartoon, yeah, but it's more for kids. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like it. I think he's a good voice, though, don't you? Yeah, the guy who does the voice work. Oh, yeah. Tom Kenny is amazing. He's yeah. been around for a while, and he does a lot of voice work, and he used to be on Mr. Show. And All right, cool. So. All right, so the mainstream list is uh, going on. Here it is, the same list your mom could have picked <sighs> from no. our boys. What's number four? Number four, my number one all time. Right, and it's on, still on today, South Park. Mainstream! Well, if it's mainstream, that's fine, because it's fucking better than, it's better written and better produced than any other show out there. It's fucking deals with animation. Because Trey Parker is a fucking genius, and he's a fantastic writer. Well, and he's kept it going for 16 fucking seasons. What about the other guy? He's not a genius? He does a lot of voices, and he's the, I, we all saw fucking uh, Six Days to Air that even said, <laughs> Trey writes everything. 
You see him just walking around the fucking writer's room, freaking out, trying to put together a story. Um, maybe he's locked up. Maybe they're partners, but one of them locked up a little bit. Um, Matt, you're on Run of Fez. Yeah, Futurama sucks. Oh, Thank you. Futurama does not suck. It's Thank a really, you. It is a really smart show. It's really clever. Oh. They they just put it on as filler from like three o'clock to like six o'clock Comedy Central. It's, it's the biggest channel changer ever. Oh it's God. the Simpsons in the future. It is not. It's it's so much the more funny. Simpsons in the future. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Uh, this is the mainstream awards, no doubt about it. No, we got These some. What's next? The next, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. What are you guys <laughs> going for here? It's also really rerun, but I'm going to bring up is the next Snoopy. He sleeps on top of a dog's house, and he's friends with a little bird. Yeah, Woodstock. Uh, let's go over to break in Wisconsin. You're on fence. I told the guy like five times it's Blake, but thanks, mm. uh, dude. The Venture Brothers, you missed it. Yeah. Uh, we, what are these? What are the the Venture Brothers? We, don't worry, sir. We have the Venture Brothers on our list. We didn't. Oh, it is overlook. on your list. Yeah. Uh, ha, ha, All right, well, let's go to that one next then. Tell me about it because I've never heard of. The Venture Brothers is kind of like it's based off of like Johnny Quest, but it's an up kind of like an updated version, and it's you know more for adults. It's way better. Uh, it's, way better. It's way better. It's this is way better than anything you've ever seen. It's got humor, it's got violence, and it's really well drawn. It's a really nice show to look at, and it's really funny. All right, let's play a little bit of this. If I can see if it's way better. Or... We have a pass out. You have no idea what that means to him. Sure I do. You're just having fun with your hands, aren't you? No. All right. We're outnumbered, but we have the element of surprise in our side. Uh, stop that for a second. First of all, there's no comedy in this. But second, Putty? Yeah. Putty does a lot of voices, Patrick, huh? Patrick Warburton, right? Yeah, he's... Uh, let's just go by him the, by the name that uh, he Putty. prefers to be called, Putty. That's the, the name that he's known by. Not only enough, David Bowie and Iggy Pop are characters on this show. It's very strange. Do you have it in this clip? Not in this clip. I would like to see it. Well, now, why is Iggy Pop in it? They're like, it's, Iggy Pop's not actually doing the voice. He's just like a fucking supervillain. They just took the characters of David Bowie and Iggy Pop and, and made them like characters in the show. It's really Bowie bizarre. let them get away with that? And Iggy lets them get away with that? I guess so. Um, let's go over here to Rob Buffalo. You're on Fez. Hey, uh, you were talking hipster cartoons. I don't know if it's on the list, but like the most hipster cartoon ever, Adventure Time on Cartoon Network. Yes. Don't worry, sir. We have Adventure Time, too. All right, well, let's get over to Adventure Time next and explain this to me. This is a show... Um, now, this is one of yours? Yeah, this is one that I picked. This is a huge show on the Internet. People love this show. Oh, this is Internet only? No, no, no. This is on Cartoon Network, but oh. it, Internet people love this show. It's about a, a kid... Internet people are just people. They don't live in Internet town. This isn't a new state. The cyber folk. But it's about this guy, uh, this kid and his dog, and they go on these like really bizarre adventures, and the animation is like really fluid, and it, it's just like a All really right, Let me say a little watch. bit of it. Take my sandwich, Bimo. I'm going to go find Fit. <gasps> now, isn't that the Futurama voice, or? Yeah, it's uh, John DiMaggio, voice of Bender. Let me show you how it 
A really brightly colored fun show to watch. It's just like really strange. And yeah, I'm not getting. Oh, because okay. I, I admit I only saw a little bit, but it looks like it's for a baby. Like no. brightly colored is for babies. That's not necessarily true. I don't think so. How come you call everyone sir but me? When you're fighting with them, you're like, yes, sir. <laughs> um, let's go over to Chris. Chris, you're running Fez. How are you, sir? I'm good. How you doing? Good. What can we do? How about robot chicken, man? How about robot chicken, man? You got a robot chicken in there at all? No, we didn't include robot chicken. Robot I chicken suggested is on my it. I can't believe, yeah, it didn't make Main Street Zito's list. We debated because it, it was actually clay, it's claymation. Is that it? Or stop? Yeah, it's action? like stop motion. That's oh, that's cheating. That's yes, cheating. That's animation. what we thought. We thought cartoons. We should probably stick. It is animation, but it's not a cartoon. So it did not make the list, sir. Maybe right. later we'll do the best claymation. Yes. I don't know whether people are going to be into this. I guarantee you, you guys won't be getting the gold star. Oh, I, I, I can't help it. Star. People are not going to be attracted to this in a way they're going to be attracted to a shooting or baby dropping out in the pants. Should have gotten more cartoons where shit blows up. Or shot each other. Um, let's uh, head on over here to Ed in Arizona. Hey, uh, it's actually Ben. All right. Yeah. What can uh, yeah, the Boondocks. Uh, the Boondocks. Did they make the your list? Boondocks on uh, Cartoon Network. Yes, the Boondocks did make our list. I don't see how it couldn't. It's just so well done. Now, uh, this is one that I saw the first couple episodes when it came out because I was supposed to interview the guy. And I. the only thing I liked about it was dropping the N-bomb. In a cartoon, do they still do that? Yes, they do. It's going. It's, it's this year will be its fourth season. Nobody's mad at them for that. Uh, when they had the Martin Luther King episode, when they had Martin Luther King drop the M bomb, people got pissed because he never did that, right? <laughs> no, but but Cartoon Network's still behind Aaron Magruder, the guy who writes it. It's a great show, and it's like drawn like an anime style, which is just fucking weird. Mm. I play a little bit of it. Here's, here's There's like a little kid that I thought was funny. Here's MLK. Excuse me, brothers and sisters, please. If someone just turn off. That doesn't even remind me of MLK, though. Is it? Great need. So he did what all great leaders do. He told them the truth. Will you and you and niggas please shut the hell Now, the show is done in a very much sad, uh, 70s Saturday morning cartoon style. Yeah. Which is probably when this guy grew up, I guess. And he's Pretty just much. like, I'm <laughs> going to bring that back. I think it's fantastic. Why isn't anyone doing anything with Laugh Olympics or Wacky Racers then? I don't get it. Uh, let's go over here to Brian. Brian, they're doing their top 10. What should have made the list? Uh, you guys have home movies on that list? Well, yeah, sir, home you. movies. <laughs> Home Go movies ahead. have been off the air for almost Number ten years. years now, so it it's is not right currently now. one of the best cartoons. Uh, let's go over here to Mike. Mike uh, in Florida, you're in Fez. Love the show, guys. Well, I'll be 
I'll be uh, channel surfing, and I'll come across The Simpsons or South Park, and I'll get a couple laughs. I might even have some belly laughs. But I can't stay up a whole 30 minutes of, car- of any cartoon. I'm just wondering if other people have the same problem. I just have to keep moving. If I was going to watch any cartoon, and the only one that I do tend to fall into sometimes is South Park. And I think that the stuff that they do that's more current event-based is funnier to me than the little kids fighting back and forth, which I feel like I've seen. Well, that's what the sh- entire show has become. When, when they're, they've got down to where they're banging out in six days. So right. it's, everything is topical. Now, looking back at it, people might not know what the fuck they're talking about years from now. But at the time, this is, this is the best shit on there. Well, the point was, like, when it first started, it was about these kids and their lives and what it's like to grow up. Yeah. And they've chucked that out the window. It <laughs> yeah, has very that. little to do with that right yeah. now. You can't do a show for 16 years and, and just focus on, you know, They changed four everything. People. It yeah. changes the entire show. You have to it's evolve. Great. And that's why the show is staying powers, because it evolves all the time. They're not doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. I think they're smart in doing that. Um, James, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ron. I uh, love the show. Thanks. I was talking about Death Clock on, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Metalocalypse. Death Clock is the name of the band on uh, Adult Swim. Do you guys familiar with this show? Yeah. Yeah, it's done by Brendan Small. It's a... It's a good show. Did not make your thing. It was it was cut. It was I was thinking about putting it in, but put it in Boondocks instead. Did Great Bait make this? No. No. McGilla Gorilla. No. No McGilla. Is there a reason you're not using a lot of giant monkey stuff at all? No monkeys there. I think the monkeys falling out of uh, you know the love for not the animators. For me, not by me. I'm just saying the guys writing these things don't like to put monkeys into them. Um, let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on a fez. Hey, man, I got an eight-year-old son and a six-year-old daughter, and they watch Adventure Time, okay? I, either they are really fucking hip, or you guys are fucking douchebags. See, I kind of agree there. <laughs> I would like to think yeah. we're kind of hip. I, but hey, the I, thing is, no, he would be talking about the children being hip. Oh. There's no way something could be hip and a six-year-old get it. That's why six-year-olds did not discover the Velvet Underground. That's why you won't see a six-year-old going like this. Holy shit, I thought I knew this song, but until Miles Davis did it for me, I'm actually sobbing right now. I'm sobbing. Venus and Furs is great. It's still for children. (laughs) There's no reason that adults and children can't like the same thing. Um, Yes, your penis. That's the problem. That's when it is wrong. Drugs. Um, Let's go over here to Dave. Dave, you're on a fez. Yeah, I got two, actually. Um, Animaniacs and uh, Johnny Bravo. All right, let's go to both of those. Are those 90s? Yeah, those are 90s. Yes. Way yeah. year, no. years. We're talking about current cartoons. Current, people. Current. Why? Look who's yelling current. The guy who's bringing stuff back from 87. Now, <laughs> why has this given nothing but a giant punch in the face to Ricky Gervais? Why... Won't you guys support his HBO show? Oh, we love Ricky Gervais. I really, I like the style of that show a lot because it goes back to that early '60s Hanna Barbera thing. It is very Hanna Barbera, uh, and also it is a funny concept, I think, to play out things that the people are talking about instead of making the characters happen. It's still in the same voice, and they just visually put those things on there, but. Did not make your top ten list. No, I mean, because it, it kind of is just like a 
you know, animated version of his radio show. It feels like an afterthought to the radio show, which is very which good. Which makes it, which I think is actually cool. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I, 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 I think we stuck to shows that script themselves and are primarily animation shows like that are scripted and produced as such. You don't have, first of all, thank you for not picking Disney because you were almost there. I mean, these guys are showing me shows I've never heard of before. You're showing me shows I've saw 15 years ago minimum. One of them almost 30 years ago. Uh, all right, let's get back uh, to you, Hicks. Next mm -hmm. is Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which is the longest-running show on the Adult Swim, which pretty much brought, you know, fucking... Now, I never got why this was funny. This is a show that can be, I've found, hit or miss. When it hits, it could be some of the funniest shit. When it misses, it's just really... I had no idea where they're going or what's happening. There's no continuity to the show whatsoever. Characters die pretty much in every episode. And uh, there's just there's really nothing holding each episode together. Uh, let's see a little bit of it. This is just the theme song. But Schooly D, though, did the theme song. It's great. It's good. I don't even get this for a second. The lead character is... What is that character? That is a meatball that can change shape. Meat that's Meatwad. Why are you laughing at that like it's funny? <laughs> explanation like, that's a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> is it or isn't it? No, it, is. it is. It is. It can shapeshift, too. They're all, uh, yeah, he's a he's a giant cup, and then there's a, a pack of fries and a meatball. Well, and the fries can levitate. What is the best character? I have to say the Master Shake. Mm. Like See, I would say Carl, their neighbor, is yeah, this character. Yeah, Carl. He's a human. I swear I feel like Weekend Dad talking to the babies. Or the Moon Knights. Where they you have to weed. act like you care about, oh, Master Shake, huh? A uh, friend of mine might be able to get you a Master really Shake good. shirt. They all live in this house, and they have this neighbor, and he's really, he's really angry at them all the time. It's really funny. And he likes prostitutes, and yeah. he dies a lot. All right, I'm reading. A lot of people are mad at you guys. Good, bring it. Uh, where are Ace and Gary? Ace and um, Gary's Venture Brothers. Here's one. This list is shit. That guy's shit for posting that. No Beavis and Butthead. And well, first back. of all, the way you guys have it numbered make people think you're going one through ten. Uh, and there's a lot of people pissed about drawn together. Oh, I, I never so, I never was a big giant I fan. I don't think together. that's still on. And it's not on yeah, it's not on anymore. I never enjoyed uh, it. I didn't like drawn together at all. Life and Times of Tim. I'll be um, honest. I didn't know that show was still on. I saw I saw that show a couple years ago, and I was like, uh, and I had no idea that it was still on. Here's a question from Spider. Wants to know how you two guys stopped Zeno from putting Daria up there. <laughs> that was a good show. Oh. I should not have let Zito into the thing. You guys are definitely into... Just from these conversations, I can see the two guys that are in. And then whenever Zietz gives his thing, it's like a guy giving a report on something he doesn't understand. I think it's time we started thinking outside of the box. <laughs> and why didn't you just tell me you didn't know shit about this? And you would have thrown in the same things I would have. Uh, Ten Ounce Mouse, what happened to that? It's not on. Yes, I don't um, 
I bet Archer would have still been on the list whether I was there or not. I think Archer's a good pick. Well, one out of three might be good in baseball, but not around here, buddy. Oh, boy, some racist stuff. Oh, come on. No need um, for that. No need. All right, what's the next one you got for it? The sixter. Next one is one of Fred's. It's regular show. This is I've an, never heard of this. This is another. It's kind of like Adventure Time, but it's less adventurous. It's just really you said weird. Kind wow. of like Adventure Time. No, it's that's just, like saying it's exactly like this thing you know nothing about. It's kind of like know. that dancing dog you saw. <laughs> it's, it's just like this really loosely drawn uh, show. And now, it's, do you do you smoke weed when you watch this? No, not Picks? at all. I fucking get stoned as fuck and really enjoy Aquatine Hunger Force. I'm not going to lie. That and one. you're just laughing and coughing on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Look at fucking Shake's talk. He's being a dick. <laughs> oh. He's made a dick. <laughs> oh, you beautiful dick, you! <laughs> All right. Uh, so explain this a little bit. It's like the yeah. It has like really weird premises. It's got uh, two characters. One's a blue jay. One's a raccoon. Their boss is a gumball machine. They. they it's just like this really weird setting, but it's kind of done more as like a, a regular, like the the actual plots and stuff are kind of weird, but. They just talk to each other like they're normal people. Like, none of this is, you know, like... It's interesting. No. All right, let's play a little bit for me. See if I can understand. It just doesn't seem... It doesn't seem like something people should care about. Go ahead. I found your mustache monthly. All right, let's stop for a second. They're screaming because he sees a man's dick. So this is definitely not for children. Well, this is actually not on Adult Swim. It's on it's... regular Cartoon Network, so it is for children. Why could, would the children be okay with that? Um, I don't know. Is this I mean... the norm for this show? Because I, I never, I've never seen it. Right. Yeah, and Fred, just... is the reason why you like this is because every character looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look like a bird. Play a little more. Yeah, you do. You look like a stork. Oh. Um, no, this is unwatchable. Oh. Here's Brad, Minnesota. Hey, I was wondering why you guys didn't uh, include anything like Space Ghost Coast to Coast or Sea Lab Twenty Twenty One. It's not on anymore. It's on, it was on twenty years ago. And I liked Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Uh, but it only ran how many episodes? It no, wasn't a Space lot. Ghost is actually on for at least ten years. Oh, it I was, didn't know that. It was kind it of back. They like, canceled it because it was too fucking weird, and no yeah. one they couldn't get anyone on the show. And then they brought it back for a while. Yeah, didn't they try to interview real people? Yeah, they interviewed real people. They sent a guy in, I think, uh, in a Space Ghost costume and had him interview them. <laughs> uh, they, they, yeah, they'd have, like, Bjork on, like, just... They would just get weird guests. It was just, like, a really bizarre show. Jeremy, you're on Fez. Hey, uh, Ron Fez. Uh, Pepper Licks. What is it? Uh, uh, hey, what about, uh, what about Squidbillies? Again... I don't squid billies. It might still be a nuts and adult swim show, but it's not as good as anything else. No. There's squid who are hillbillies. Yeah, yes. literally. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. That's a fucking ripoff of hillbilly bears, basically. Uh, Fez, you were disappointed you weren't caught into this list. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you have brought to the table, and what would you have taken out? Um, I would have taken out that adventure time. Oh, that what? looks like out of all of them, the at least it's new. Yeah, that's one of the most like interesting shows on there, I think. And what would you have taken out? 
Uh, I mean, what would you put in? I would have put in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh. Everything comes back to Star Wars with you. It's Star Wars, it's Batman, it's wrestling, it's the Bucks. For what, uh, whatever uh, Star Wars fans that complain to George Lucas about, all your complaints are uh, taken care of in The Clone Wars cartoon. It's a very good fucking point of this, because there won't be a Goodfellas cartoon. There won't be a Godfather cartoon. That You're just proving that fucking Star Wars is for little babies. But what the if, fact they can spin off into a cartoon. But what if my complaint was that a lot of the movie was in 3D? Am I going to like this cartoon? Because it's in 3D. What movie was in 3D? Well, there was a lot of 3D in Star Wars. Like, there was a lot of CGI. And isn't the show just entirely... It's all it's CGI. Yeah, cartoon. You're yeah, 3D. But so it's not. 3D. You call CGI 3D? You fucking idiot! What the fuck? You is fucking right giant right? bird! No, it isn't. It's completely different. Stop lying about the animation. Well, you have to computer generate the 3D. Yeah, so. And if the Star Wars <laughs> movies were in 3D, I forgot to put on my glasses. I would have lost money because I said no one could have been more boring with their picks and more old school than Zito. And then you're coming back. To just a copy of something from 1977. And again, if there's something that's fucking burnt on this show, it's Star Wars for adults. Uh, Hicks, you don't even watch it? No, I've never seen it. I thought um, that we all agreed on my picks. I feel like I was singled out. <laughs> I thought they were good picks. I'll tell you this. I'm going to give two passes and an incomplete for the grades. Fred, Fred liked Futurama and Archer. He was on board with us. The only debatable one was The Simpsons. The Archer is okay, because I don't even know it. But then the Futurama and Simpsons are fucking retarded. We're asking for the fucking shows of today, not the shows that have been around. Like in the same way, if I said, give me the best bands today, anyone who comes in with Aerosmith, I'd have to say throw out. Dream on. Well, that is a great fucking song, and one of the prom themes I went to. Nice. Dream on! Dream on! Uh, but the all-cop band and fucking Peach uh, could not play it, so they had to just play a fucking song. And, uh, That's the last uh, step in your town. Bad let's funny. go over here to Will. Will, what do you got? Hey, Ronnie. Uh, Fred brought up two Cartoon Network shows that are amazing. But, uh, the third one is... The Amazing World of Gumball. It's really good. You don't even know this, do you, Fred? I, I've actually never heard of this one. No, it's it's an familiar. adult show. It's an adult show, but it's kind of the comedy stylings of like the old Cartoon Network stuff, like Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Laboratory. You know, kids show with it in a little adult twist. But the great part about it is that it's got like kind of mixed media. It's like animation, but it also has CGI. It also has like stop motion. It has everything thrown in there. It's really good. 3D, sir. Uh, it's fucking whacked out looking. <laughs> Stop going. All right, let me hear a little bit. This is retarded looking. No, I think this looks great already. I love yeah. this. Where's your happy place? Everywhere's my happy place. Hi, Mailbox. Uh, that's mixed. Hi, that's hey, weird. Darwin. I like it. Hey, dangerous criminal. What? Oh, hey, you Darwin. Shoot him. I still have to eat in the kebab. Hi, Hunter Darwin Bill. Hello, Darwin. Hi, grumpy old guys. Hey, here your grandma's in town. Give her a big kiss from me. Huh? Find your happy place. Find your happy place. Uh, I actually start to flashback during this. I'm a little uncomfortable. 
I'll eat it. Get some of that Peppers Humboldt County shit, and you'll have a good time with that. So. Right, peace. I like the look of this show. It's really cool. It, and as an animator, like a lot of times when I watch these shows, I try and figure out how they kind of work and like make this. And anything that's re looks really difficult to make always impresses me, like the complexity of an animation. Anything that looks really difficult to make, you won't try. No, I mean I'd love to try it. Like it's just I'm trying to get it. It's too hard. Oh. God, it's gonna take forever. Fuck. This show looks fucking whacked out. Why don't you fucking start a thing called Bad Hands? And it'll just be stick figures with bad hands. Maybe I'll see if I can't talk to Springsteen and get you a fucking song. Bad Hands! That's all Fred draws is Bad Hands! Well, I'm very, very let down with the list. I, I, when, I, when I hear from people calling in, I hear that their stuff is a lot better. And your manifest. No, not hey, at all. how about a uh, secret mountain Fort Awesome? That's also on uh, Cartoon Network. My eleven-year-old watches it, and it's nothing but potty humor. The main character is called the Fart, and it's a guy whose entire body is made out of uh, asses, and he farts while he talks. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, you're fucking kidding? I, Ron, I sat down. My wife's like, you know, do you have any idea what your son is watching? I was like, no, I'll go watch. I walked out there, and there's this guy. The top of his head is an ass, and it. The cheeks clap, and it makes fart sounds in between his words. All right. I, Secret I, Mountain Fort Awesome. All right, let me take a look at this. I actually knew two girls that came up with the premise of, like, having an ass on the top of the head, and they thought that they could, you know, do something with it, and that that's the way that these people would talk, like, when you're talking out your ass, and they would try to put it together every time we were high. And I'm like... This could never get made in a million years. And now all these years later, it is happening. And there's another show where another ass is talking called Assy McGee. <laughs> he's a cop. <laughs> all right, here's We've given up on our kids, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But, you know, when I'm just seeing what kids watch, this does make me now think we need PBS. We need somebody teaching these kids that are educated. Not just fucking old stoners. Well, I mean, Sid and Marty Croft. Hey, the ass guy. It's not fair. While we're banished underground, the humans get to eat pizza whenever they want. Why can't we have pizza for breakfast, and pizza for lunch, and pizza for dinner? Instead of flies. For second dinner, fourth dinner, secret late night power lunch. Followed by a sensible dessert. Why does getting pizza have to be the most hardest thing in the world? Yeah. What if there was a place where it was easy? A place where... Here's uh, Kyle Edmonton, Jeremy Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Um, nobody brought up The Life and Times of Tim on uh, HBO. I was wondering why that I'll throw this over to Fred. Fred, I see you giving a sneer. Well, I just... I didn't... You know, it didn't impress me when I first watched Whoa. it. And I kind of forgot about it. And I didn't know it was still on. So, Mike, you're on a fez. What the fuck, man? I can complete their list for them. Dora the Explorer and whatever that fucking guy's name is that rescues animals and a horse. Dude, y'all just named off the three. I just called you all ago about Adventure Time. That, that's like their number one. Number two is that fucking regular show. And then number three is that stupid one y'all were fascinated with just now. Uh, guys, they're eight and six. Look, yeah. 
get off my back. All right, this fucking list is great. Door the Explorer <laughs> is for preschoolers too. Yeah, that's for Nobody. fucking tiny children. The yes, he knew that. Stuff. He was and making fun of your picks. Well, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> get better at sarcasm, guy. It's the Ron and Fez show. The list is up on the iBang.com. Uh, A lot of people commenting, and I got to tell you the truth, boys. Yeah. Not a lot of people saying this is the definitive list. Like, normally when a list goes up on the iBang, people will say, I came here, I want to add something, I can't. The list is too well thought out. But, and this is the first case ever that this list has left them wanting. Oh. Um, I'll talk to the world's number one Giants fan, Blowhard, right now. Blowhard. The cartoons of today, that's very ambiguous, very vague, because cartoons live on forever on DVD, VHS, beta, and the Internet. So I got a Laser quick desk. top ten of mine. All right, go ahead. Number ten, Fat Al Albert and the Cosby Kids. Next, Wacky Races. <laughs> then, Beanie and Cecil. Then, I got Marine Boy. Next, Hong Kong Fooey. Next, Johnny Quest. After Johnny Quest, we go up to Gigantor. We move up to Clutch Cargo. Number nine, number two actually, is the Flintstones, which Hicks was the first cartoon to premiere in prime time on ABC. Look it up, not the Simpsons. And number one cartoon of all time is Top Cat. Oh, I it's a fucking great list, actually. Learn your history there, Fred. No, look I, up Chuck Jones. Look up Hanna Barbera. I've looked them up. I know who they are, and I love and Top Cat. It's us with these insane talking French fries. I'm sorry, movies. those ten cartoons aren't on the fucking TV well, like anymore. They, yeah, they can't make them on TV, and they're in TV, and they're in the internet forever. A lot of these shows are sort of you know derivative, you know, from those styles. Play a little like, Top Cat for us. Greatest show ever. It was actually a really oh. great. Now the funny thing is, so many of those shows were pulled off of. Like existing yeah, shows, like that's Sergeant Bilko and the right. Flintstones was you know the Honeymooners, um, and the Jetsons was the Flintstones. <laughs> yes, but in space. Give us just the fucking opening of Top Cat. Here we go. Top Cat, the most effectual Top Cat. See, he's not even in that limo. He's no. riding on the outside. Damn, he's smooth. He's giving that guy a quarter. Nope. <laughs> attached to a string. Look how easygoing he is, though. He's have a and he's living in money-making Manhattan. Baller. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Help yourself to some lunch. There you go. He's not supposed to use that alley telephone, but he does it anyway. He does everything he wants. Well, that that's the cop's phone. Yeah. Nice. He lives in that alley, and then he uses Dibble's fucking phone to make all the calls he needs. He's got to move some fucking work. So Dibble you know. didn't seem like he was using it all that often anyway. Right, TC. <laughs> <laughs> I like, because a lot of guys won't fucking get uh, their own initials used back to him as a nickname. All right, so it looks like Blowhard shut you guys down. Uh, Blowhard shut shit down. He did not produce a list of anywhere near the top current cartoons. Yeah, they were all Now, great. his Beanie and Cecil, love Beanie, hate the Cecil. Yeah. Beanie and Cecil is probably the birth of this weird, let's not make any fucking sense at all. 
Uh, I got to look over and see who's leading right now for the gold star because I was really hoping more people would be into the baby being born. Um, but the guy getting shot with the crowbar has way up ahead of him. And then, of course, the animation is in third place. Oh, <laughs> Why didn't you shoot Zito in that? I, sh I should have. Should have brought my gun to work. Should've. Actually, the animation is still trailing Giant Tire. Oh, fuck. Well, Giant Tire's been up a whole extra day. Guys. I know, but that's the fucking problem. This is today's numbers. Not all together. Oh, oh. So this is like your movie got released, oh, and that weekend, you're still trailing. On day on day two, that's not a good sign. It's a good list. Check it out, everyone. It's a very good list. <laughs> All right. See, I like the way you're selling it now. <laughs> go look at it. You'll love it. You don't want to see a, a guy list, get shot. It's a list, folks. Go 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 look at a list. Well, you don't want to see a guy get shot. You want to look at some uh, some cartoons you might like. I like to see Baby Boy and Guy because that guy really wants to win the gold star. He's fucking hungry. hungry um, Tammy Fez. One word, Captain Planet. Not current. Come on, Captain Planet was again 20 years ago. People don't realize how much time passes. They think that they were just watching it on TV the other day. <laughs> well, it was that Don Cheadle, Captain Planet, scared you, to you know, put out. Uh, two weeks ago, I mean 20 years ago, I was watching this show. <laughs> uh, Nathan, Atlanta. Yeah, man. You just forgot, I got two for you. You forgot Super Jail, which is on now on Cartoon Network. And in the past, Doug on Nickelodeon. We're not talking about the past. Yeah, that if we, that's like saying we forgot all the cartoons in the past. Well, Blowhard brought up the past, and you guys said his list was great. No, I, I, no, did. I didn't say. I said the opposite. You want us to just replace your list with his? No! Super Jail is a great cartoon, though. It's like If really you weird. guys ever want to do something again, yeah. do you still want Zito with you? If you, uh, when it comes to making lists, depends, like Zito's bringing us down right now. Depends on what we're doing, I guess. Maybe it's like best rom coms. Yeah, or definitely. Syracuse alumni. We'll sure, definitely include him. him. I okay, think you get a lot okay. of. Stuff. I was gonna say you were there. When we I'm thinking about, about putting these. Fez together with Zito. Wait, Whoa. you? We talked about these, and you agreed to them at the time. So these, some of these were on your lists, and you. No are, one needs the details. Save that for the fucking DVD behind the scenes. Uh, let's go oh, over here to Randy. Team. You're on running Fez. Uh, well, I can't believe Blowhard left out Looney Tunes, but I was wondering why the mainstream, like, uh, American Dad and uh, Family Guy were left off of the two hip for the room guys list. All right, let me check. You know, I am too fucking. <laughs> I'm definitely too hip for any fucking room I've ever been into. Except for my own room, then I'm just hip enough. And I lay down and have a nice sleep. <laughs> like Goldilocks. No. I'm too hip for this bed. Um, what happened to Family Guy? Family Guy, when it came out, like the first two or three seasons, it's a decent show. And then, you know, it got canceled. It came back and was just, uh, just became the show that everybody wanted to see. Just formulaic jokes, you know, of people... People remembering stuff. And then South Park literally just tore it apart in an hour worth of fucking... Of it. They devoted two episodes just to destroying Family Guy. And that alone is better than anything Seth Rollins ever did. Yeah, that what about the, the new Wheat Thins commercial? Don't you go fucking crazy for that? Wheat Thins? <laughs> I'm going to fucking throw something through a fucking television. Wheat Thins. 
What the fuck? It's like he's just giving money for the day. He doesn't care. Does anyone realize that? He's just fucking with everyone who cuts him a check? He just made Family Guy again with American Dad. He just copied the same formula and made a different show just because people loved it so much. They just loved the same boring formula. No, there's and they an were alien. All the Simpsons. There's um, an alien in that one, Fred. Seems to me like that's Futurama. No, Futurama is um, completely different. By the way, your list, Blue Maid said this list is an animated pile of dog shit chowder, baby. There's no shit anywhere near this I list. I don't like her comment. Um, let's go over here to Snowy in Michigan. Hey, how you guys doing? Well, we're being torn apart at the seams here. I was a big fan of the character Wolverine from X-Men. G4 has a pretty good Wolverine tune. It's anime style. Pretty decent. I, when I hear some of these cartoons... I'd rather watch Fez's aborted fetus fucking commercial. Uh, but anyway, I, don't, I, don't, I never actually even saw the. Uh, I, don't, I don't even watch the movies of fucking Wolverine, so I'm not going to watch the cartoons. I mean, they've had a couple good X Men cartoons, but they're usually pretty decent. I don't know if I put it on a best list, though. No. No. Now, do you think this uh, list is going to get retweeted, picked oh. up by other sites? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's going to get the stumble runs that some of these lists has gotten? Oh, yeah. Because I don't like to make a big deal out of it, but the iBang's blowing up, dudes. It's blowing up. That's what's fucking up. And I don't want... If I could just talk to two of you, that's why I don't want Zito fucking lame-streaming up okay. your thing. Gotcha. Hip is our niche. That's you. it. We are known as the site who wants to stop other people's free speech. <laughs> Don't you fucking talk about anything over there. <laughs> Commercials you want banned. 866-RON-ZERO-FAZ. Comics that should shut the hell up. Rappers that need to make a pledge to America. Start arresting all of them. Fuck it. Non-Christians who are ruining this country. 866-RON-ZERO-FAZ. Books that need to be burned. Start the book pile right now. This just in, John Lennon claims that his band is bigger than Jesus Christ. We're starting it down with the Beatles bonfire. Get be the, there. Get the posse. And be square. Crystal Knock 2012. Right, come oh, on. What oh, my God. <laughs> you had to what pile on. the fuck? You had to pile the fuck on. What are you saying? I'm sorry. You know what that's associated with? Germany? Nazis. Oh. All right. He's a sympathizer over here. You want to do a Nazi cartoon? No. How about top? To fucking used to be friends. Top ten Nazis. How about we do a thing? A new animated cartoon, and it's called Hitler the Cab Driver. And it's just Hitler. He lives in New York. And he's dropping people off, and he's just screaming about how shitty that the minorities are ruining the town. Yeah, do that. You love it. Hail this cab. <laughs> All right, if you've got the assy McAss head, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Why can't we do some cock and balls fucking stuff? It's probably the next. That's probably the next direction it's gonna go. Well, there's like cock monsters in anime, I think. <laughs> yeah, they they have like tentacle porn. And yeah, tentacle porn, stuff yeah. Like that. Guess who's into tentacle porn? That's sick fuck over there. <laughs> or hentai. Check out the hentai. <laughs> I didn't think. Are that you was off good. of Chicken, which is oh, the. No. Which is would it would that be considered the uh, train molestations that they do there? Chicken. Chicken. 
That might be perfect for us to do an animated version of. Um, that looks very uncomfortable. The tentacles. The, la- the lady, she has tentacles going in all holes. Oh, God. It's very uncomfortable. Well, maybe she likes it. Who knows? It doesn't look like she likes it. Um, <laughs> Matt, you're on Run Fez. Yeah, what about uh, Catch the Pigeon? First of all, stop that pigeon. Yeah. Nab uh, him. Grab him. Stop that pigeon now. Uh, it is the Run and Fez show. Uh, Zeitz has a story he wanted to throw our way today. What's up with you, Big Z Man? Well, uh, there's a there's a uh, a porn star. Well, that wasn't the one that we were talking about. This was uh, what did we um, throw up there today for Zeitz? He had a fun little story about McDonald's. Oh, well, all right. So McDonald's did this this uh, this campaign yesterday, where it was hashtag McD stories, and mm-hmm. the idea be- what the company had was that people would start like, oh, I, I had this wonderful time when I was a kid at McDonald's or something like that, but people started just tweeting about all the fucking terrible stuff that they've seen at McDonald's <laughs> and hashtag it McD stories like I found a band-aid in my fries or I uh, you know I, I saw somebody th- throwing up in the, in, the, in the dining room and so if you search hashtag McD stories on Twitter there's just all these terrible stories and McDonald's had the hashtag for about two hours they were promoting it on Twitter and then they were like this is fucking terrible we cannot have this well here's the weird thing there was a time where you used to say I remember when I was a kid the cleanest company in the whole world is McDonald's. You could literally, they always stay clean. And then they hit a certain point that you would be traveling. And I remember we went into a DC McDonald's one time that looked like a crime scene. Oh, and I just went, oh, okay, not every store wants to do the grab a bucket and mop. And then they went down for a while, and now they're battling their way back up. And from what I understand, uh, they had a great quarter. Uh, profits way up. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they've really like tried to rebrand their image to be sort of cleaner. Well, they're out and there everywhere. Yeah, they're out. You know, I mean, the fucking fact of the matter is, is like if they can get the the kind of food people want again, they're fine. They're everywhere that you could possibly be. Well, they redid, they remodeled most of them into their Mick cafes. So they're making them coffee shops. They're coffees, smoothies. Um, and less burgers and fries. Yeah, I, yeah. When, when I would get Hicks uh, breakfast from McDonald's, I would see a lot of people asking for those smoothies. But do you think and that like plays gourmet shakes? Right. But do you think that plays across the country, or you just happen to be in Midtown Manhattan? I think it's playing across the country. You so you think them? people in Ohio are looking for a gourmet shake and not fucking burgers and fries? Did you ever get them a smoothie? What? No. Might be an idea for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Liquid diet. Very interesting. No, you got a little something fucking else. I mean, like a nice a bagel. smoothie is a beverage. Yeah, a smoothie and a bagel. You don't just give somebody a fucking shake and say, "Here, this is the end of your day." All right. So this McCafe, it looks like it's Starbucks. Yeah, that's basically uh-huh. what they're doing. 
Getting in the coffee business. Pretty much every fast food place is trying to become Starbucks. Dunkin' Donuts are now nice on the inside. Starbucks are still Starbucks. Burger Kings are building up. McDonald's. What are Burger Kings? They becoming coffee places too? They they're they're serving. I think like they're they make a big push with their Seattle's best coffee, which is actually Starbucks coffee just under a different name. Um, and Wendy's is trying it too. And I know Starbucks is So now... we're done with burgers and fries as a society? That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh. Well, now it's coffee shops where right, you can happen I understand. to get a burger. Right. It's coffee. A second thought. Coffee is great, but it isn't lunch. Coffee is, I need a coffee to go. But like Five Guys is doing well. They're expanding. Maybe people just don't want burgers from those places. They don't want McDonald's burgers anymore. Yeah, but you know what the difference between a Five Guys burger and, you know, when you got kids... If you got a three-year-old, you're not handing him a Five Guys burger <laughs> and saying, "Here, I want you to finish this." Sure, go to work, little man. <laughs> Better fucking finish that because I paid for if it. If I see anything fucking left, I will dig your fucking eyeball out with this thumb. See this thumb? Yeah. All right. So here's what you're saying: Don't fucking try to put a hashtag out about yourself if you want everybody to love you. Yeah, it's bad news. Yeah, yeah, because people are... You know, this is what you don't understand. People are basically cruel. Once when I was little, I was playing in the McDonald's Playhouse and a rusty nail stabbed me in my foot. Hashtag McD stories. <laughs> I get really bad gas after I eat McDonald's. Hashtag McD stories. Michael in Montana, you're on Fez. Um, yeah, wow, hamburgers, McDonald's, cartoons. I was wondering if you could call me back when Bronx Johnny comes in to review the porn because I'm a man doing manly things in Montana, and uh, it's disappointing. All right, I'm glad. You know what? I've got to go like McDonald's with the hashtags. i got to take my feedback. You guys are fucking babies. I'm all man. Bronx Johnny was 100% man. He is cracking on it, boss. You know, she's getting up into it herself. That's right. What was the song that we used for him? That was uh, that was the it was from Boogie Nights. It was fuck. I got it. People used to love that fucking theme song for Johnny. Let's see if he finds it. Right. Is it what? Here comes Bronx Johnny. <laughs> Can we all dance around while he's playing? Hell yeah. I I get fear for the eye. This is the greatest song ever. It's a shit. Maybe we ought to get rid of American Scum finally. Bring this in. It's fucking sexy. There's something about this music you just want to smoke herb to, even though I don't anymore. Anybody watch uh, Obama last night? 
I didn't catch it. No. I watched some of them where it was a lot of, we need, you know, green jobs. We need to get people in school. It was the same stuff. Just a well, this, tune out. This thing is, uh, well, it's not a tune out. There's nowhere to go. He was everywhere. Uh, they were very impressed with the fact that he brought up he still killed bin Laden. Um, it's a good move. But I, I, I think the point was to play it low. He doesn't want to give away his campaign yet. He does not want to do anything acting like other than, hey, those other guys are fighting a lot. So I think playing it, you know, kind of tight was what the whole point was. Now, it looks like the other election is over because Fred Thompson has induce, uh, endorsed uh, Newt Gingrich. Um, and it took him uh, five minutes and 22 seconds of down homey fucking talk to do it. Uh, I never watched his Law and Order, or quite frankly, any Law and Order. Um, but Law and Order is never off TV. 24 hours a day, you and people go, you know, they could have a Law and Order network. They don't need one. People could jump around and watch Law and Order constantly. Which one was his? He was in Law and Order SVU. Wasn't he? he was a judge, I believe. No, he was the he was the uh, district attorney. He was like in charge of all of them. That's the right. district attorney, and but on which one, SVU, SVU or criminal intent? It wasn't criminal intent. I need a person out there who understands to give us a call. Where Fred played, and he kind of parlayed that into the state uh, into the Senate of Tennessee. He was able to say. I'll do the same shit you see me doing on Law and Order. Oh, wow. And people believed it. That's impressive, Fred Thompson. <laughs> well, Ronald Reagan pulled it off as well. Hey, you love my movies. Why don't you make me president? You like seeing me in front of cameras, right? The weird thing is no one did love Ronald Reagan's movies. <laughs> he did a lot better politically than he ever did in the movies. And I think I remember Fred being in a, in a Clint Eastwood film. But... This one has got to hurt, I think, if you're Romney. Or if you're Obama, for that matter. The guy from Law & Order saying good stuff. I'd feel like shit. That's, a lot of people watch that show, and it's various spinoffs. Uh, let's go over here to Matt in Jersey City. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, what's up, honey? Yeah, I'm here with my girlfriend, who doesn't want to say anything. She's a big Law & Order fan. Uh, we won't hold that against her. But Fred Thompson, that dick, he was he was on the original uh, Law & Order. He was the head DA. Okay. Now, yeah. do me a favor. Get her just to say, yes, Matt's right. Go ahead. Yes, Matt's right. All right, that's perfect. See? <laughs> you did it as a couple. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, talk to you later. Did you watch the Law and Orders? Yeah, I love Law and Order. I like the original when Jerry Orbach was on, and uh, Special Victims Unit is also really good. Christopher Maloney and uh, Mariska Hardigay are also really great on there. And also Vincent D'Onofrio. I really love Vincent D'Onofrio's character. You're yelling it like you're in an argument with I, someone. You're not. We're I all remembered how much I love you. how much I love him on that show. Did you come over and meet him? No, he sat next to me, but again, I didn't know what I could say to him, you know. I didn't Hey feel Vince, like I really bothered. enjoyed your show. But I didn't feel like he would care. I thought he would probably just be like, oh. What I did was put some soap into a pillowcase and beat it with beat him with it when he tried to take a nap. Is that why he left with bruises? Yeah. Oh, no. On the inside. That's right. Um let's go over here to Steve in Texas, Sherman Fez. 
Yeah, I was saying, I think Fred Thompson, he's in one of the Die Hard movies, the original ones with Bruce Willis. I don't know if it's number one or number two, but I want to say... I don't remember him being in the Die Hard. Look up his IMDb. Uh, Charlie, you're on Fez. Ronnie, uh, Fred Thompson was the sub-commander in the hunt for Red October with his famous line, the average Rutsky don't take a dump without a plan. <laughs> he was in Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2. No. I'm only a real fan of Die Hard 1. Yeah. I don't think I've only seen two, like, once. I, the one I watched Sam the other Jackson. ones once, though. I watched the one with Sam Jackson, the Die Hard with a Vengeance, if it's on. Uh, that's that the, the one where one. the M-bomb uptown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson is so fucking terrific. He's the man. Uh, you kind of wanted to get into us with a topic here today. What the hell is it, Fred? What the fuck is rattling around in that brain of yours that you want to drop down on your tongue and then spit out at the fucking planet Earth? Get the right. fuck out of your brain. Well, I'm talking about some people about my problems that people I've been going through. People are talking, yeah. talking about Fred's problems. Now, your problems is that you keep jizzing on people that you shouldn't be? No, not that problem. This is a completely different problem. All right. Let's play a new game show called When's the Last Time Fred Came. What would you guess, Six? I'm going to say he masturbated last night. I... Zitz? I'm going to say last Friday. I'm going to go 9 a.m. this morning, right before you came in. Oh. Same clothes you're wearing. Fred? Hicks is right. <laughs> oh, yeah! I guessed the jizz! I guessed it! That means... I'm the winner! That means you get a mayonnaise jar full. Oh, no! This seems like a good prize. Uh, what's, uh, what's in your head here today? Well, yeah, so I'm talking to people, and they're telling me that I need to man up with my okay. problems. And it struck me as odd that, like, that's the thing that you say to somebody... To mean do the right thing, do the right and honorable right. thing. It's like man up, right? Like, man up. If, yeah, but that would also imply that being a woman or womaning up is the complete opposite. Like you don't want to do that. Like it's like you don't want to act like a woman in a situation because they they won't do the right thing. Like it just seemed it just seemed wrong to me that to still refer to it like that. Like it just feels like just be like a, a stand up person. Why is it? Why does it have to be well, a man thing? See, this is the thing that people don't understand about what they consider bullying language. And gays take on the bullying language. But if you really see the, the big problem that you have with gays, particularly when you're younger, is you're acting like a woman. So anti-gay stuff is really anti-woman. Yeah. And the first word that you use is sissy, which is the name that that boys used to have for their sister. So they were basically saying, you're acting like a girl. You're a girl. You throw like a girl. You, you throw like a girl. You, you play like with girl. the girls. You're a fucking girl. And that uh, becomes the the big problem out there. It's something that's like really indoctrinated into us. Mm -hmm. Like It doesn't seem... Like it just doesn't seem right to do. Like it's, it, it kind of sets. Like even though you know, I think we would agree that men and women are equal. It kind of, it kind of does create a divide still because there's there still is a, a divide between men and women. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and I think that probably begins when we're really young and we're you know taught that. Well, just think of how many times that we always use this as an insult. Blow me, as the insult, or. Don't listen to Hicks. Hicks is a cocksucker. Never. You know what I mean? So the worst thing 
that we can possibly say is sexually we don't respect the people who suck our penises. Yeah, like I can't I can't take that person seriously. They have had a dick in their mouth at one <laughs> point. <laughs> Forget it. Just... Do me a favor, dick breath. Shut up. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing without a woman. This is a man's world. Well, you've come up with quite the point there. Now, the weird thing is, even transvestites hate women, too. Have you ever noticed? Oh, God, yeah. They use a lot of anti-woman stuff. They certainly don't want to be accepted by the girls. And even, like, gay designers, they want to come in and rule the women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they'll boss them around. Yeah. Like, yeah, now you Bitch go. at them, make them feel bad about their bodies. Stand up straight, lose 10 pounds. Oh, these tits are going in every which direction. God, get those things out of control. Is this an ass? Or is there a bag of chipmunks fighting in a wet canvas? God, I wish there was a cock between those legs. Why don't you try a half slice? Why aren't you vomiting right now? So, yes, to go back to you, we maybe have been trained that way, and it's subconscious, but the language of the man is definitely very hateful to women. Now, I will also tell you this. I don't know how other people feel this way. When a person badmouths their chick to me, I have no respect for that guy. If he's like, I don't want to fucking go home and hear her shit. I'll be like, shut up. Why are you going home? What, seriously, why, what, what made you this fucking child that you're, that you're asking me to lie for you? Why can't you just tell the truth like me or Newt Gingrich? Why do you have to fucking go around and live your fucking lie life? Just say to her, I'm staying out and getting fucked up. I am blacking out, and you can't do anything about it. Or nor should you want to. <laughs> you know um, how I get. Kurt, you're on my Fez. Hey, when you guys talk like this, you are totally describing Fez's persona. Fez is very anti-woman. There is no doubt about it. And has been for uh, a long, long time. As long as I've known him, anyway. Um... Yeah, it's just for some reason I just um I will I will prejudge women all the time. Uh, prejudice, yes. Um I'm the same way with gays. Oh, I see one of those people. And blacks and Jews and Hispanics. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Positively judge. Scientologist. Them though, right? <laughs> like oh, in my own way, it's a secret judgment. Oh, okay. I have secret judgments. What about a cartoon called Let's Judge the Minorities? I think it would work. It's edgy. It'd be like a spinoff of the Hitler Cab Driver. That Hitler Cab Driver show, I don't even know if I wanted to go. I think it would be a hit. I think we could get some mixed media. It would be big. I got some new, I got some good news for you guys. Jibby is on the phone. Jibby is out there at Sundance. Uh, dancing on the Sun, finding out all the big films. I don't even think 
he's aware that the Oscars nominations have come out. Let's go over here to our good pal, G-Baby. Hey, G-Baby. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey. You are sh- you're going to be shocked to hear this. While you were away, they announced the Oscar nominations. What are the Oscars? I haven't heard of this thing. Uh, they're like the Sundance Awards, yeah. but people actually see these movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. What have you seen so far at Sundance? Well, I, I, I've been slacking, Ron. I've, only, I've been here like six days. I've only seen 20 movies. Wow. Yeah, which is actually pretty, which is like five to, five to seven behind my usual pace. But, you know, I had to watch the Giant game. Um, Were you so happy for your Giants? For, yeah, I was pretty, pretty happy. Uh, yeah, I had to watch in some private party. You know, it's very, like, hipster craziness here. Uh, but, you know, worked it out and uh, you know, shed a few tears of, of joy. It was fun. Um, now, does this make you feel embarrassed for the fact that earlier this year you burnt your jersey in a fit of anger? Um, that's actually not true. Um, I did throw it on the floor last season, but I, <laughs> I picked it up, washed it, and uh, wore it plenty this year. So I, I think, uh, I've never seen anyone hate on their team worse than you do on your Twitters. Yeah, well, you know, Twitter gets uh, pretty, you, you just throw it out there and it happens, you know, so sometimes you regret what you say. Well, tell but, us uh, what's happening at Sundance, pal. Yeah, sure. Um, um, it's, it's been a pretty good festival. Um, there's like there's like a few movies that really stood out, though. Uh, you know, like I said, I've seen 20, and there's probably three that stand out, at least for me, and for the buyers as well. I mean, one is called uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. It's a, it's a first-time filmmaker. They played opening night and got purchased by Fox Searchlight, and it's, it's almost hard to explain. It sets up this world that sort of looks like New Orleans, but it's almost like a... Uh, a dystopian future New Orleans where these people live in squalor um, off the land, and it's about this little girl who sort of who, uh, comes to terms with like her father. It's, it's really hard to explain. A, a review is going to go up later today on SlashFilm.com. Uh, yeah, it. it's up now because when I put this okay. into Google, your review was the first thing to pop up above everybody else. Uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's... It's an amazing movie. It's, it's one of those, it takes you to a different world. I literally thought that the world that's created in the movie was a real place. I was like, oh, they must have found this real place with these really crazy people and just done a dramatic story about it. But they completely fabricated an entire mythos of, uh, you know, like a near future where, you know, the ice caps are melting and these people live off the land. Uh, it, it evokes Katrina, but it's not really about that. Um, do, you, do you think this one could get a wide release? No. There's no way that movie gets a wide release. It's so tiny. It's all unprofessional actors. Uh, I think it'll, you know, potentially next year do very well, you know, with the critics. But you know, it's it still it doesn't have any names in it, and I don't think even like at an Oscar time next year, it has much of a chance, despite the fact that it's phenomenal. Well, I think it sounds fucking outrageously cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's awesome. Um, the other movie that is a big buzzy movie, and I loved it too, is called The Surrogate. And this movie, unlike Beasts of the Southern Wild, um, does have some strong Oscar contention for next year. It's a true story of a guy named Mark O'Brien he's from Berkeley, uh, who got through UC Berkeley, except he's, uh, he has debilitating polio, so all he can do is move his head, so he has to be pushed around by assistants on a gurney, uh, and it's played, by, it's played by John Hawks. I know you don't like that. Uh, yeah, you know, I get uh, really fucking claustrophobic when, with any kind of paralyzed stuff. Yeah, well, here's, but here's where it changes, is that He's 38 and still a virgin, obviously, so he decides he wants to lose his virginity, and <laughs> he hires a sex surrogate, played by Helen Hunt, to like, teach him about his body and his sexuality. And while it sounds like it could be like really creepy, it's actually like 
really uplifting and really incredibly Hot. funny. Is it uh, like he, polio he, porn? He, yeah, it, it almost is. I mean, you see Helen Hunt completely naked, and but she's totally she's incredibly beautiful, and she's very very comfortable. The whole movie is very comfortable and frank about sexuality, which is a uh, refreshing because usually if you see that it's sort of like shunned upon. But they're very very open with it, and uh, but it also deals with uh, the, the character is very religious, and so he goes to his priest, who's played by William H Macy. You know, this is the kind of you know people that are in this movie, and. Uh, you know, he sort of uh, has to deal with his uh, sexuality versus religion. But that's also, that's just a subplot. Right, everybody in this movie is great, and it's a bizarre plot. It sounds terrific. It, it is terrific. And I, I think it's the biggest deal of the festival so far. I got picked up like $6 million. I, There's no way John Hawks doesn't get an Oscar nomination. If he doesn't, the Fox Search, I really screwed up the release. Well, let me tell you something. I am really glad that people are understanding what a great actor this guy is. Oh, yeah. And this is, yeah, I mean, he's great in so many things. Um, you know, Winter's Bone, he was great in. He's great in Martha Marcy, May Marlene. This was the big, buzzy movie last year that went nowhere, but is really good. And, uh, yeah, this is his breakout role. It's transformative, Ron. He lost, I don't know how much weight he lost, but he doesn't move the entire movie except his high head. But he's, he's really, like, charismatic as well. He's hitting on these girls as a paraplegic, and they're loving it. And, and you see why, because he's so nice. It's a, it's a really, really special movie. So he's the one that they want to have sex with. This is instead of a my left foot, you'd call it my left nut. And it's just, <laughs> it yeah. should be the movie of the year. Uh, as of I mean, hey, we're, we're like three weeks in, but, uh, you know, when this movie comes out, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, that I think will eventually get a wide release. And uh, just because it has some, some stars in it, and it's, now, not really the movies you're seeing now, the rest of us are not going to see them b before at least next winter, right? Most of the time. I mean, like, I saw uh, Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie, which is oh. like a you know, crazy comedy uh, by the guys who did the show on Adult Swim. That actually is going to be released in March, and it comes out on video on demand Friday. Uh, wow. If you like oh. Tim and Eric, it's really, really funny, but if you don't like Tim and Eric, you would be like, what the hell is going on here? Love but, Tim, but hate that's Eric. A yeah. <laughs> That's a rare case, though. But you're right. Most of the movies here don't come here with distributors. The, one, the lucky ones that do get picked up, and they usually get held towards award season. All right. And what else have you seen? Uh, my other movie that I really, really liked is this movie called uh, Liberal Arts. It's written and directed by Josh Radner, who he was the he's the guy who star of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And, yeah. This is his second movie. His first movie uh, won the Audience Award here two years ago. It's called Happy Thank You More, Please. And I really like that movie, but this is like a huge step up. Uh, in my review, I wrote that he's sort of becoming like a, a mini Cameron Crowe, whereas Cameron Crowe, if you think of a Cameron Crowe movie, you think of, you know, uh, a lot of cultural references, but great characters and really a sort of an uplifting you know, heart to it. This movie, Liberal Arts, is like that. He, he plays a, um, a, a college admissions officer who goes back to his school and falls in love with a 19-year-old. Uh, but then there's... Uh, and, that reminds and so me, I got to call in. This <laughs> 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 is very true. And, uh, and he, so he deals with that, but he also has an older professor who, you know, is retiring, so he's dealing with age. And it's really more about, you know, sort of, you know, uh, growing up and sort of dealing with that. But it's really funny, and it's really sweet, and it's, it's the, the atypical Sundance movie, but in the best possible way. That movie has not been picked up yet, um, and I think has uh, some commercial potential, but, uh, I mean, I loved it. Those are my three favorite movies I've seen out of the 20. So you're kicking a lot of ass out there now. Are you getting that kind of mountain exhaustion, too many movies? Oh, yeah. Especially the schedule here is crazy. I mean, movies start at 8.30 a.m., and the last scheduled ones are usually at midnight. And a lot of the cool movies, I guess, quote-unquote, play at midnight. 
So you have so you have to stay up till midnight, and then the buses stop running at like two. So you got to catch a twenty dollar cab ride back to your place, go to sleep for three hours, get up to go to your next movie. Yeah, it's it's totally crazy. And you joked about me not knowing about the Oscars, but I yeah. literally forgotten about it because I'm so all over the place. I think today's Wednesday. Right. Yeah. I've been here since last Wednesday, so I don't know. That's insane. Now I heard Tracy Morgan had to be rushed to the hospital mainly because of the thin air, huh? Uh, yeah, I heard that. I wasn't at that movie, um, and, you know, sort of got around town or whatever. But, no, it doesn't really, the dinner doesn't really bother me, but other people, I guess it really does. I know when I'm up there, the first night, I sleep longer than I ever normally sleep. Like, as soon as I get up in the Rockies, I'm like, you know what? It's really nice. I'm glad we unpacked. I'm really tired. I'll see you in 14, 15 hours. I could never go there for the weekend. It really fucks. Um, it really fucks with you if you have like a medical condition going up in that era. Because I had a, some. I had a grandfather who went up there and had like a stroke just from like being like as soon as he got there. Well, how do you know that? Uh, you're blaming it on the weather. Maybe he was just strokey. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, Fez's dad came up here and he had uh, a stroke and it had nothing to do that he was forced to sleep on a pull-out fucking bed. Mm. <laughs> um. Uh. A couple people want to ask you some questions, G-Baby. Do you have time? or? Uh, yeah, i got a couple minutes, sure. Uh, let's go over to Tom in Philly. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, i got a quick question about a movie I've been reading about. I'm one of the world's biggest Lizzie Kaplan fans, and I saw she's in a movie called Bachelorette that's getting a little buzz. I was wondering if G-Baby checked that out. All right, I'm going to, G-Baby, do you hear that? Uh, Lizzie yep. Kaplan and Bachelorette. I, I, I saw Bachelorette yesterday, um, and it's it's a funny comedy going to be compared to bridesmaids because it's about a bunch of girls you know getting ready for their friend's wedding but it's like bridesmaids with like evil evil people and not as funny it starts off really good and sort of loses its uh its sort of balls lizzie kaplan is great and it also has kirsten dunst and isla fisher who basically is playing her character from wedding crashers which is not necessarily a bad thing and lizzie kaplan actually is pining over adam scott in it so they sort of have relationships with Party Down fan. As a Party Down fan, I thought that was really awesome. Um, it'll definitely get released, though. It hasn't got picked up yet, but it's just too commercial. It was okay. Too commercial for you or too commercial for Sundance? Too commercial for Sundance. Yeah. And, and that kind of bums people out a little bit. They're like, well, they don't need this slot. There's so many other people. Yeah, yeah, you get that. Plus, I mean, it's, it almost feels like a lot of times a movie like that got in because it's got big stars and a first-time filmmaker. Uh, and it's actually, she, the, the first time, the, I don't know her name, the director off the top of my head, but she's actually really, really talented, and the movie is good, but it, it, other people who have smaller movies probably feel like, oh, she, well, she got Kirsten Dunst, well, how come she gets in just because of that? Because the movie isn't great. Mm -hmm. It's okay, it's good, but it's not great. And you expect every movie to be up here great when, you know, 15,000 people submit movies and, you know, like 200 get picked. Uh, here's Greg in Jersey. You're talking with G-Baby. Yo, G-Baby, looking for two or three words on the James Murphy flick. Uh, which one? The, the James LTD Murphy documentary. I I uh, I don't think I saw that one. Okay, sorry, buddy. I, he, he must be movies. friends with him. Uh, so, out of everything that you've seen, yeah. Uh, and the James Murphy is the what? Shut up and play the hits. Yeah, shut up and play the hits. And what's that oh, yeah. about? Yeah, no, I didn't see it yet. I've heard I've heard great things. It's just. Uh, Sometimes you just can't fit stuff in, and uh, I haven't been able to fit that in yet. LCD Sound Systems' last show at Garden and the band breaking up. Yeah. Uh, which was not that long ago, right? No. no. Seems like it was only a few months ago. Yeah, wasn't that 
last year? Yeah, I remember when we are all like, hey, wouldn't you like to go over there? And we were like, wait, these tickets are fucking ridiculously priced. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Another movie that people probably are curious about, like listening to the show, just sort of knowing the show, is Spike Lee's new movie, Red Hook Summer. Yeah. Yeah, he plays, I mean, it's, it's sort of like in, it takes place in the same world as Do the Right Thing because he plays Mookie again, but it's like a, a coming-of-age story about a kid who spends the summer with his grandfather in Brooklyn. His bro- his, uh, he's sort of a highfalutin little kid from Atlanta, and his, his uh, grandfather is a, uh, a bishop. And the movie's really a mess. Like, I think Spike Lee, like, just sort of, like, <laughs> went off the rails with it a little bit. It's got some really good stuff in it, um, it's, and it's got some really great Spike Lee moments. But it's about, like, so many things, and it's, like, two, it's, like, two hours and 15 minutes. And you're like, it's almost like giving you a headache. It's so much stuff. But uh, Do you think this is something he edits after Sundance, or is he done with it? I think he's done with it. I mean, he's, got, he's actually preparing to do a movie. Uh, he's doing a remake of this amazing Korean movie called Old Boy. So I think he's got to get that ready. I think we keep, he said in the Q&A, I missed this, but I read it. He said it was a movie that nobody wanted to make, so he went out and made it himself. And I think Spike is such a confident guy that when, if he, without anybody looking over his shoulder, he probably just went crazy with it. Mm-hmm. When if he had somebody who maybe would have reined him in a little bit, the movie would have been that much better. I mean, some people really love it. I, I gave it a... You know, a, a you know, a marginal thumbs down um, based oh. on the fact that it is just so ambitious. Wow, G baby, and you don't normally do that, G baby. You tend to like every film. I try. I mean, well, that yeah. one. I, mean, I, I know my friends of mine who were like giving me an F in their reviews up here, and I gave it like a, like a, I guess a four C out of ten is what I, I published. Um, you know, because you're up here, you always you want to look for the best in things, but sometimes it's just sort of. You have to do what you have to do. I mean, I just just walked out of the new Duchovny movie. I think you mentioned it on your show. You yeah, you did. Him. Yeah, Goats. And again, that's a movie that sort of it's like it's okay, but it, you know, there's some things to like about it, but it's sort of misguided. Yeah, I said I call it like harmless. It's just a harmless movie. My another one of my friends, I wish uh, Brian Kelly, I have to use his quote. He said it's a, a great red box indie movie. That you look me like, oh look, I didn't know David Duchovny was in this movie, and you rent it and you you know forget about ten minutes. Um, that sort of thing, you know, that happened. That is how I saw it. the Joneses, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was like, wait, David Duchovny's in this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's, you get that sometimes. So, um, But you look for the best in it. So I found things to like in that, but other people I know, like, walked out of it. They hated it so much. Um, I just wanted to bring up uh, with you, before you go, G-Baby, that I think the one thing about the Oscar nominations that I am happy about is the first time, and it's hard to even believe this, Gary Ullman got nominated for an Academy Award. What the fuck? Yeah, isn't that phenomenal? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge, huge fan of that movie, but he's so stoic and amazing in it. And, yeah, it, that, that, it was, that was definitely a bright spot, and otherwise, you know, you know, what the fuck, Oscar nomination morning. Um, yeah, Albert Brooks was yeah. pretty disappointed. And I thought Pat Oswalt stood a chance. Tell you the truth, I think I think if you were going on merit, he deserved a chance. But he didn't like really get nominated anywhere else, and that's the reason. Like I, I don't put as much like I'm starting to lose faith in the whole Oscar thing. I see so many movies that I see the good ones and I see the bad ones, and the Oscars get half of it right most of the time, and the other half that they don't, or you know, at least according to my opinion, mm-hmm. um, then the other half of the time they just are so. Influenced by like you know politicking and parties and stuff, it's not as bad as the Golden Globes and holds more weight. 
But I just sort of forget about it. I don't get mad about it. I'm not mad that, you know, um, Drive didn't get a best original screenplay or something. And I like, did it deserve it? Probably. Um, but I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'm glad that my favorite movie, The Descendants, is up there and has a shot. But, you know, if it wins, if it doesn't win, I'm not going to cry about it. You, just, people you should cry. Movies. You should cry and make, like, a little YouTube video of you sobbing like one of those people. Yeah, do it. That'll more, that'll more likely happen uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, win or lose. So uh. I wish you all the best there. Uh, Zietz is rooting against you, uh, yeah. but Hicks is w- rooting with you. And I think I got Diddy Mac and Pitsy, so that's really what matters. That does, if you got those two. By the way, just so you know, Dave McDonald came to me early on and said, the Giants are shit, the Eagles are winning it all, and I'm with you this year, Ronnie B. I I remember hearing that and not believing it, um, and I think he kind of fucked you guys. I didn't think the Giants were going to. I didn't think they were going to be. I thought they were going to be third place this year behind Philly and Dallas. So to be at this point now, I still like don't believe that's actually happening. Well, you know what? I mean, really, they were only that one weekend away from being in that position. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, were being sure. counted out. They had to win the last two games. So, yeah. uh, but it is. It's. I saw Wilbon the other day, and he said this is going to be the most hyped Super Bowl in history. And I just feel like if you aren't excited about these fucking guys replant, when I hear people going, it's the same Super Bowl, yes, just like when Frazier fought fucking Ali. This is exactly what you want. Eli took away the perfect season from him. It's unbelievable. This is what everyone fucking wants. And... Yeah. Will Tom Brady have lost two <laughs> Super Bowls <laughs> to Eli guy? Manning? No, it can't happen. Yeah. It can't. I mean, Eli, it's, it's Eli's redemption for his brother. Eli's beginning of the season, that whole thing, and are you an elite quarterback? And everybody said no, and he's obviously proved that. This could cement it. The storylines are endless. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you say doing it for his brother at the same time. He's fucking <laughs> surpassing yeah. his brother. He's gonna be, nobody yeah. thought, everyone but, thought for That's years Shakespearean. That Everyone thought for years that Peyton was the the best. And well, the weird now, thing is that Peyton was the quarterback of his generation. Then Tom Brady got the fucking numbers, so we went, I'm sorry, dude. You know, you turned out to be Dan Marino, and Brady is fucking Joe Montana. Uh-oh, Eli fucked up the Joe Montana thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's so crazy, and it's, it's honestly anybody's game. I mean, both teams have major issues, and... Uh, the Brady revenge factor scares the shit out of me as a Giants fan. It just scares me. That it should, just, but yeah. you know what should make you feel better? The way like, he plays against the better defenses. Yeah, um, you know, our defense has been insane. You know, we've always had secondary issues the entire year, and uh, they've stepped up huge. You know, we have all the whole D line healthy. Oh man, I, I'm, I'm I'm getting chills thinking about it right now. It's not just, it, you, it's you should have them. I, I am so fucking stoked for this. But I'm like you. I'm trying to play it down this week. And oh, yeah. Fez is wanting to fucking run all these Super Bowl co- topics. I'm like, no, not yet. Let's save them for next week. You don't want to get burnt out. Slow burn. And, I've, and, I, and I have learned that you, it, uh, as a fan, keep your mouth shut. The Niners fans last week ran their mouths to my face here in Park City in L.A. And I just shut my mouth. Smart. And that's what you got to do. You just gotta... Lila. Uh, now, here's the... Uh, I'm going to ask everybody this question because the New York uh, New York Magazine is running this. That some of the Giants said that they were hunt head hunting uh, Kyle Williams because he's had concussions, yeah. and they're basically asking the question 
of is this bad sportsmanship? We're trying to protect these guys. And they go out looking, you know, saying, hey, let's hit Kyle as hard as we fucking can. And fucking knock him out. Get him out of the fucking You know game. what I mean? And I'm going to ask the guys here, as football fans, is that bad for the sport, good for the sport? Yeah, that's bad for the sport. Mm -hmm. He's a person. He, you know, you don't want to fuck up his life. Right. But at the same time, he put himself in that situation. But a game is not more important than a person's life. It's important that they give it their all, but it's not more important than ruining somebody just but, for entertainment. Let sport. me tell you, I, and I get what you're saying. What, everything that you're saying is true. But at the end of the day, Kyle Williams is the guy that had four fucking concussions, and he won in that game. That's fucking crazy to me. What do you think, G-Baby? Uh, I, agree, I agree with you, Ron. He's in the game. I don't think you should, you know, if, you're, if they literally, you know, gave him a clothesline, like heck saw Jim Duggan, I'd say that's terrible. But, in, by the way, the two pills that the, the, the plays, the one was his mistake, and the other one, they hit him in the arm. It wasn't his head. So, I mean, if anything, if he screwed up in his own head, that's Harbaugh's fault for putting him in the game. I, I, don't, think, I don't think the players should, you know, deliberately go for injuries. But if you're in the game and you're in the heat of the moment, if, Tom, if Rob Gronkowski's ankle is hurt, and you can hit him a little harder in the ankle, it's professional sports. That's what's going to happen. You honestly don't think that every defensive guy uh, would love to take Eli out or be the guy who took Brady out? Oh, they'd fucking lose their shit. Uh, so, you, this is a gimme, right? You're already this is a gimme. Um, Zietz? I'm with Hicks. If, if you know something that can make you better within the rules of the game and you don't do it, you're probably not one of the best teams. Now, what gets to me is they would have been better off with no fucking return man. <laughs> Just wherever the ball rolls, fine. I can't believe Ted If they would have done that, they're, they're going to the Super Bowl. I can't yep. believe Ted Ginn Jr. was the guy who swung this game by him being injured. If he had been there, they probably would have been fine. And I still don't understand on the first one where it touched his leg, why he didn't just fair catch it. The ball's at oh, like the fucking God. 40. They, they would have great field position, and he just let it go for no reason. Yeah, that was a very fucking bizarre weird. fucking play. Then after, of course, the bizarre kind of stuff before. Fezzi, you're the only one left on deck here. I you go looking for the guy who's had concussions, even though you could end everything for him? Uh, no, you don't. No, it's, it's, you're not out there to cripple people. You're not out there. And any player that is headhunting him, how would they feel if it, if the, if it was turned around? I think they feel like they're being headhunted every week. I think everybody goes into every game thinking this could be my last game. Certainly you'd have to think that. But let me tell you this. If you're a boxer and the other guy has a glass jaw, you're not going for the fucking jaw? You're going to stay away from his fucking jaw? And a glass jaw just means you hit him on the jaw, the guy goes unconscious. Every boxer is, has done that in uh, history. Why would this be any different? Let's go over to Big Giants, man. Hard Rock Johnny. Hello, boys. Yeah. Uh, it's been part of the game forever. It's part of any sport. You look for a weakness in your enemy, which, you know, they're your enemy, your opponent, and you have to exploit it. You know, whether someone has a bad arm, someone's hurt. I mean, look, they put, the, they put the stuff in the newspaper about injuries, and that's for the betting aspect of the game, and they may mask the injuries, but the NFL doesn't even allow that. You can't really mask what an injury is. If someone's injured, you have to put Here's it in the Here's a weird thing. What it is. All right, Fred, you've had the bad thumb, right? It's been dislocated a lot of times, right? Yeah. But look what happens when Ow! I... Ow! Ow! Yeah. Ow! God! Ow! See, I control him. And that's what that? you try to do in life. Yeah, but if somebody like you're doing business with has a bad thumb, you grab that thumb. 
You grab it. Oh, very sensitive, especially on my thumb. Yes, that's why I grabbed it. It may be dislocated again. <laughs> you guys playing a game? <laughs> hey, Mr. B? Yeah. I got I to gotta run. I got to get to my next movie. All right, I want to talk to you for another 45 minutes, so just cancel your movie. All right, buddy, congratulations. All right, thanks. thanks. Everybody go to Flashphone.com and read my stuff, and I'll call back maybe on Monday and uh, wrap up the fest. All right, will do. Peace. Later, buddy. Bye. Uh, it's Slash Film for Jermaine Lercier. He doesn't go by G-Baby on there. He thinks it makes him sound gay, he said. <laughs> I can't believe I was on the phone with such a celebrity. Yes. It made me feel Yes. Good. He is a Giants fan, but not as much as you, Johnny, who said, go for him, knock him senseless. I said hit him right in that friggin' melon head. The heck? Who cares? No, I don't think I don't think anyone goes out to intentionally maim or hurt anybody. But you know, if there's a weakness, they exploit it. I mean, it's no different than a guy who's not a good left tackle. You put your best rusher against him because he's not as good. You get an injury, you put him against it. If we ever play the hard rock and flag football, I'm going for Johnny's stomach. You know something? He'd expect it. I would expect that, and I'd be on guard against it. I'll tape it up, and then I'll go after your thumb. <laughs> Or go for Fred's thumb. I've already shown how weak it is. Please don't. Damn it. It's very weird. And Fez, you're a football fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not a fan of seeing people get carted off on a stretcher. Well, I don't think anyone wants to see that. It's not like you know, gladiator times where you give the thumbs down, they let the lion out, and they kill someone. I mean, If you're headhunting them, you know, that's what you're going for. That's a possibility. So as a coach, special teams coach, you'll be yelling this. Soft tackles, boys. Grate <laughs> them in your arm. Gently put them down. I think you have to strike a balance, though. You can't, you can't, be, ru you can't be ruining let, something. Let me explain something to you. This fucking guy can run like 4-3, okay? He's running in one direction. The guys coming at him are running at like four seven. Mm. This is two fucking freight trains hitting. I don't know how you can expect anything but fucking disaster with this. Absolutely. It's two sprinters running face to face into each other. Maybe they need to slow it down a little bit. No, football is not. It's not. Do what I say. Bring back all the pads. Yeah, hip, put some weight on those knees, <laughs> thighs. <laughs> Football is a collision sport. It's not contact. It's collisions out there. I mean, you hear those, you hear those pads pop from, you know, you're listening at home and the, you, you know, there's a mic clear when it, when one of those guys hits each other full force. It sounds scary. It's part of the game. Uh, what I don't understand is if this is what we're worried about, why this guy is able to play. I mean, to me, you're cleared to play, or you're not. Cleared to play means he's as healthy as anyone else. Good to go. Regardless of he's had four, four concussions. It should not be up for the other guy to look out for his safety. This isn't the WWE where you're in there to protect each other. But those team doctors a lot of times are they're on you know, they're with the team. They're right. they have an agenda to get these guys out there. So you're they're now saying the other team owes him more than his own coaches, his own owner and his own medical staff. That's ridiculous. They do independent. It's The concussion stuff is independent from the team doctors as well. Right. They do independent study on the guys who get concussions just to stop that from happening. Um, all right, let's see what some of the stuff. This says Zito tries to hit Fez as hard as he can every day, and Fez <laughs> won't hit back hard, 
and that's why he loses every day. He needs to find the Zito killer instinct. Um, it's Zito's fault he's a queer. What? What does um, that have to do with anything? Yeah, I think he was born that way. No, As I, a fan, I, I want to see the QB get killed every game. This is good for football. It's football, not hopscotch. Why do they call them the New York football giants, says Davy Max Rectum Lollipop. <laughs> it's different than the New York bowling giants or the New York giant shits. Uh, if he's on the field to play, you must attempt to put him away. Um, why do they call themselves giants? The only true giant is a guy, Andre, who used to call your show. What was he, like 6'7", 350 pounds? Look. Six foot four. Fezzi, do you think with Zito that you lack the killer instinct? Um, I, I don't... I think I just lack being able to think. From your concussions. So is it fair that he attacks you? No, he'll, he'll see a weakness and he'll go out. No, that's fair in here because that's, you know, that's not anybody getting paralyzed over it. Well, paralyzed in terms of being able to do their job. Mm. Well, then, yeah, I am. All right. So let's get back to the thing. Do you have the killer instinct that Zito has? Um, I guess I don't. I don't understand. No. You happy now, Zitz? You yeah. proud of yourself? Good about yourself? I mm. no. I I guess not. I but I thought. We and I guess New York game. Magazine brought this up because the players were bragging about it in the locker room. Like they were all like, "We knew if we hit him hard, that would be the end of the game." Fuck Even no up. beat writers are talking about it, which proves that it's pretty normal. <laughs> I can't imagine any other way to play. Again, if you were boxing. And you found out that the guy had a blind spot. You'd want to keep fucking attacking from no, that no, no. blind keep spot. No, no, keep it fair. Don't go there at all. Say, hey, buddy, I'm not going to punch you there. You see what he's doing? He's <laughs> mocking you. There's a difference between making a play and actually trying to end someone's career. There's a difference between trying to be funny and embarrass somebody. Oh, sure, yeah. Why won't he recognize that? Because and he... On a daily basis, do you come in here expecting him to? And then when you found out today that he just got you to buy bad food for Hicks. I'm the real victim here. People. You kind of are. <laughs> but in a lot of ways, Fez is even a bigger victim. Because Fez thought Zito was taking him in the right direction. He was not. Fez. I am. I'm making, I'm, I'm having him provide a higher quality meal to Pepper. Uh, Pepper just needs to change his taste buds. You're used to no crap. high quality. Where did you get it, Fez? Shittles? Oh, no. <laughs> Shittles again? Come on. I got it from the Big Apple Delicatessen. I don't want to put them down, but please. Just look at the name. That fucking bleeds tourist. But it's in the and Big Apple. Rice. There's a bodega around the corner with a buffet. If you're going to yeah. fucking divide it up, give them egg yellows. Mm. The, more, the more delicious part of the egg. Fuck yeah, those yellows are delicious. <laughs> Can I get all the yellows that the other people are throwing out? Thank you. <laughs> Johnny, what are you, who are you watching the game with? Uh, we go to my brother's house. He has like probably like fifteen, twenty people over. You, uh, it, it gets a little tough, but the nice is that he has like five TV areas. So like the kids go downstairs. 
adults go in one room, and then people who really want to watch the game are in another. So that's I will be in the people who really want to watch the room game. In the adult room, they're naked. They're just like, you know yeah. what? Let's enjoy ourselves. No We're all. Let's get naked. The, the kids are downstairs. Why not? Seriously. It's uh yeah, it, it was a little stressful the last time the Giants were in the Super, you know, the Super sure. Bowl at my brother's because like the kids were all downstairs and all of a sudden like fourth quarter they came upstairs and everyone was like, Get back downstairs. This is very important. We're all naked. Get out of here. Get out of here, kids. We got our pants. I'm on. having sex with your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> um here's uh, Mark in Pittsburgh. Says. Yes. Go curl up in a fucking ball in your apartment. You're such a fucking pussy anymore. Fucking bitch. I'm so tired of your pussy shit. Wait, oh, let me just say this. Are you, listening. are you happy, Zito? Uh, no, because he didn't... There's a certain way to call back things that are embarrassing, and he didn't do it. He just went full-on mean. A better thing to say would have been to pick a, a weaker moment from before and then brought that up. But what he's saying is this. I don't want to see you, Fez, laying down for Zito. I don't want to see it. Oh well, I don't. I don't think that. Well, I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think I've done anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. And why are you laughing? I, I'm famished. Everybody else gets it. You're famished, Pepper. Eat your omelet. Watch, watch me eat a grape. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm. Fred's like, why'd you just eat you a whole meal at once? Can I get half of one of those grapes? <laughs> why would you do the half slice joke? Oh, now you're piling on. Can I get a half grape, please? Try get the juice out. <laughs> the juice alone makes me pissy. <laughs> what are you going to do against the Zeke kid? Where's your revenge? Oh, the revenge will be the everybody but Zito breakfast tomorrow. You say that oh, every sweet. day, and that isn't the revenge, right? And I how many not. days have you been saying it? A lot. You've got to do something to physically hurt him. What? No. One outside. Wait, 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 hey, you've got to hurt. No. You've got to hurt his career, pollute him with the bosses, yeah. and then B, find a way to physically. Can I just give a quick fucking thing here? One slash against the Achilles tendon, oh. and he's coming in here in a wheelchair the rest of his life. Or maybe a stab into that cyst fucking that he got removed, like that area. That yesterday he went to have his friend take a look at it. No, I had my doctor. A local doctor. Your doctor friend, friend. With my doctor. Not a friend of mine. That'd be weird. If I was just going to my friends for medical help. <laughs> show that friend, but not these friends here. <laughs> Why do you want to see a sizzle? Look at it. Look at it, Fred. I don't want to see someone's sizzle. Do it. Already what are baby. you going to do, Fuzzy? I'll have to think of something. No, this is this is show. This is the time to think of it. Breakfast everyone sounded like I will come up with a humiliating bet for his uh New England Patriots. You against them, you mean? Uh no. Uh uh I'm not a Giants fan. Well then fuck this, I just don't want to take that bet. <laughs> You're you can't have him in a bet with uh, with him and Hicks. That's between the two of them. Okay. That would be Hicks winning. Not Fez winning. How's Fez gonna win? I gotta figure that out. Right. Pull a gun on him. Have you ever shot anybody before? No, I haven't. I it's really easy. don't like guns. 
What if, have you ever and said, here's the other bad part of it. He could end up winning that bet. Yeah. And then you really look humiliated. Have you tried killing mm. him with kindness? Maybe buying him breakfast or something right, like there's that. There's an idea. Killing with kindness. You wouldn't want to eat anything I bought for you. I think Mark Zito would. I'm speaking as an independent observer right now. All right, uh, we brought up the Gary Oldman. There's a list up of Gary Oldman stuff that he could have been nominated for. First of all, Hicks, I'm going to come to you. Yeah. Sid and Nancy, would you have nominated him? Yeah, that's fucking nomination right there. Lock it up. Lock that up. Fucking amazing. Uh, the next film I remember... Uh, Joe Wharton in Prick Up Your Ears. Have you ever seen that? No, never saw it. He plays this gay playwright. It's a real fucking story. He's unfucking believable in it. The movie is nuts. Prick Up Your Ears actually stands for Prick Up Your Arse. Something they got past the people. <laughs> this is like in the late 50s, early uh, 60s. The Beatles were interested in him right in a hard day's night. Fucking Oldman was amazing in it. Um, what else did did he do? I'll tell you what of uh, something right now. True Romance. That supporting actor right there. Fucking awesome. What was his character's name? Drexel. Drexel. Just who or what is a Drexel? It's best to get his dick blown off. Uh, you can go over and check this out on the iBang. Dot com. It is all the different things that, in our opinion, uh, we could have nominated him for. If there's anything that we're missing, throw that up on the iBank.com. Of course, uh, in the movie uh, JFK, phenomenal in that. Fuck yeah, Lee Harvey. Just one, and all these fantastic people he's played. He's just a fucking genius. And even in the professional, yes, he wasn't even he. Uh, rewatching, he's not in it all that much, but every one of the scenes he's in is fucking amazing. He's such a scumbag and such a great fucking goddamn actor. And oddly terrifying. Tough, Again. hell yeah. Yes. You're scared. He's eating because, those weird drugs. <laughs> because he's like he's on the side of the law, but he's completely, you know, out of his mind. And oh. you would never want to ever face that ever. Like, like, how is this guy supposed to be one of the good guys? Um... Let's go over here to Adam. Adam, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, one of my favorites is The Professional from the French director. I can't remember his name, but he did The Fifth Element. Yeah. That was fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, he is... A sick fuck. Yeah, he is just so fucking good in that. And again, absolutely terrifying. Now, a film uh, that I love... That you can actually see where it's shot if you walk over to those windows and look down on what used to be called Hell's Kitchen. Um, and the, where the Westies used to run this fucking town. The Irish gangs. State of Grace. with uh, Where he played Jackie Flannery with Sean Penn. Robin White Wright as his sister. Phenomenal Irish gangster movie. Um, phenomenal movie. And... I can't understand why I ignored. It's fucking bizarre. I feel like this guy's gotten shit on. I kind of want him to win, even though I haven't seen this film yet this year. I feel like we owe this fucking guy. Yeah. Um, 
Here is our friend LT, Lady Trucker. Desi, I'd like to suggest that you ban Zito from talking on here. I'd like to suggest we ban you, Jill. All right, first of all, let's not give away real names. Mark. Yeah, it's out there. Oh, now. Cr- Two, how come you've never considered that, Fez? Um, because I don't talk enough. There's no deal that you can win until you can walk away from it, my friend. So, what you're saying is you need them. Well, I don't want to ban someone else from talking when I don't talk. All right. Well, let's bring Charlie Manson in here and let him talk. Fucking, that'd be crazy. Um, let's go over here to Dave. Dave, you're on running Fez. Yo, Ronnie B. Uh, it's what about uh, murder in the first? That evil warden. I mean, that that was just sick. For you Gary know what? Oldman. That's not on the list, and also forgotten by me, because it's not the uh, you know greatest movie. But he's absolutely. Great in it. He's terrific in it. I'll give you another one. Did you ever see The Contender, where he plays like a Southern senator? No. Fucking shit. He's unfucking. He's so real that you feel like you're watching CNN. Jesus. Uh, Mike, you're on the run of face. He's a master. Hey, Rom, I think there's a bit of a disconnect here. Just a little while ago, you said. You pointed out a difference between trying to embarrass someone and being funny. But I think when Fez is embarrassed, it is funny. Hmm. Fez, why don't you try and even with him, like dressing up like baby Hitler or getting into a coffin or something? Yeah, get into a coffin. I'll get even with me. No, they're mocking you. Mm-hmm. They're taking away some of your big star turns and act like they were shit. And uh, some people won't even show their cis. Never mind, try to get into a coffin for I the mean, listeners. Only child, I gotta think Fez. I'm an only child. Well, you got to think of who's, who those some people are. If I get to the bottom of that. Is it you, Pepper? Um, Brian, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I, I don't know if you, you're probably the only one who's seen this, but do you remember a movie called Romeo is Bleeding, where he played a crooked cop who's uh, constantly feeding the hole with his drug money? He you got to feed the hole. And who was his fucking crazy badass chick in that movie? Was it Lena Olin? Lena, the very sexy Lena oh, Olin. Romeo is bleeding and is not on this list. And normally, if any one person could have done this film, that would have been like the film of their career. And yet we're coming up with a list of great Gary Oldman parts, and it's forgotten. I don't know if we can get a hold of the editor. But for the first time ever, I'd like to add something to the list. Holy shit. And I know I'm breaking precedent then. Yeah, I know go, that's fucking crazy. You have to go through protocols to do this kind of thing. It's just unheard of. Uh, You're going rogue. We're talking about Gary Oldman, a person who... I don't know why doesn't get the same kind of award love that, let's say, a Sean Penn uh, gets. And this guy, of course, is, was the English actor of his generation. And yet he has to sit around and watch the Stuttering King win last year. And the Stuttering King will tell you, I'm embarrassed about this because I ain't no Gary Oldman. I mean, he's the one who said it himself. He goes, I'm not Gary Oldman. He knows. I, he goes like this. If Gary Oldman was shit here, I would try to go through it to see what I could eat to become such a great actor. That's right. You should. Um, Larry, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, Keanu Reeves always looks like he's over his head when he's in a movie. But with Lord Olivier 
and with Gary Oldman as Bram Stoker's Dracula, you couldn't take your eyes off that guy. It was so much fun to watch him be Dracula. That is on the list when he played Dracula in the film Bram Stoker's Dracula. That fucking movie was huge. Um, Steve, you're on running first. Yeah, I'd just like to say Immortal Beloved should have been nominated for an Academy Award. It was an amazing uh, biopic of uh, Beethoven. I thought it was fantastic. Now, normally that's the type of film I would be like, I ain't watching this shit. And I loved it. All yeah, thanks it was... to Mr. Gary Oldman. Should have been a lot right. for him. If you had to pick one, X, what would you pick? Oh, uh, fuck. I, I really love um, Sid and Nancy. This is the Sid and Nancy. That, that was fucking really early on. And, and, and it's and an awful it. movie, but he's great. He's fucking But the rest of the movie blows. He kills it as a fucking an iconic punk rock figure. Love it. You know, he was even great in that fucking. Um, it's not a remake, not a sequel to like the Red Dragon fucking things. Oh, yeah. Remember when he played that old like senator? Mm hmm. That was all eaten up by fucking wild pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was all fucked up. Um, Scary as shit. All right, guess what? Romeo and Ju uh, is bleeding. Has been at it. Whoa! I want you guys to fucking seriously write oh, this yeah. down, and then fucking seriously start to think of Lena Olin as Jack material for your future Jacks. All right, you hear that, Fred? I know you jacked last night. Yeah. She's got one fucking arm in this. And she's deadly. She's fucking vicious like the worst woman ever. And you're still like, he's going to fucking give in. Mm -hmm. See, Fred? Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. You know what you're doing every night, don't you? Pretty much. What? Sorry I can't come over. I've got jacked up. I'm sorry. There. I can't make it. There she is. Like that, what Fred? a fucking actor. What yeah. an actor she is. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Like the screen then, Fred. All right. Um, oh, God. Go ahead. The nipple. Aim for the nipple. Oh, you're disgusting. Uh, yeah, you love that. That's He's nipply. <laughs> um, Chris, you're on running first. Hey, guys. Uh, there's a movie that he was in called Track 29 with Teresa Russell. If you haven't had an opportunity to see this film, it's amazing. Uh, he actually plays her... Um, her abortion, basically, that comes back to visit her and pretty much makes her feel guilty about having the abortion. It's an incredible movie. And I, I think this is a commercial that Fez is trying to get banned. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see this movie during the Super Bowl. I don't so. want to see it anyway because I have my own nightmares like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is. He's incredible in it, and he's got one of the greatest monologues I've ever heard in that film. you got to check it out. Does it end with "Why did you abort me"? I don't. I've, I'm going to be honest with you here. I've never even heard of this, and it doesn't seem like it's Oscar material. But um, Oldman's fucking unbelievable. Uh, Dave, you're in my face. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. Uh, well, I just want to take issue with another caller. That bit with Fez in the coffin uh, was. Some of the best radio ever. Uh, fuck that guy. There was one point where I thought Fez passed out in there that I actually got frightened and was going to burst the coffin <laughs> over. But have you, uh oh, guess who's coughing up himself? Yeah, it's, it's coughing coffin dog. and coffin. Um, coughlin. Uh, what has Zito ever done for the listeners that was as good as that coffin bit? Can't. Why do you. Wouldn't even show his cyst. Why do you take a back seat to this guy, Fez? All because he talks more than you? Um, just. The days when I'm having trouble thinking. 
Is this one of those days? Yeah. Just show them right now and think of something crazy right now. Something crazy genius. Just bring it on them. I have no idea. Well, now I'm in suspense, so I'm worried it could be coming at any time. It's coming sooner or later, Zitz. Blake, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, years ago, um, BMW did all these little short films to sell cars, and they got um, Clive Owen and Gary Oldman and James Brown to do one of these films. And James Brown was trying to win his soul back from the devil, played by Gary Oldman. It was really, really cool. I remember because we used to do spots for those uh, com uh, things over at NEW. So we used to play them on the air. I thought it was phenomenal. All right, we got to take a break here. Uh, back in just a couple minutes to, I guess, uh, wrap it up a little bit. It's the Run Fest Show. I'd like to make a complaint, please. I don't care. Well, um, I am staying in the hotel. I don't care. So it's not my shift. Well, you're an ambassador for the hotel. I don't care. I, I don't think care you'll care what when you I tell think. you what the complaint I is. I think there's been a rape up there. Surround a Fez show. About to give out our gold star to the listener who came up with the best topic we could use on the show. Boy, the gentleman who gave us Car Baby. Uh, and of course, the woman who gave birth in the car. Any other day. That's number one. But today, the gold star goes to Kyle from Boston for 10 cops shooting. One guy in a crowbar. Congratulations. The guy with snuff. Followed, of course, by uh, Car Baby, Giant Truck Driver, Giant Truck Tire, and then finally, Best Animated Shows. All right, Best Animated Show list, making the top four. Yeah, not picking up one of the medals. I want that's, gold you know, not even a bronze. Star. Uh, coming up, though, even though I never made the show today, but a lot of people are interested, is the deal bef between Disney and Joy Division to make the animated fucking Joy Division Mickey Mouse shirt, which is just far too weird for me. How the hell did this, these two worlds collide? They should be far away from each other. Money! Come on. We got new order. It's all about that fucking money. Uh, Richard in Florida, Yarman Fez. Hey, just want to tell you guys, I checked out that uh, giant truck tire video again today. I got to tell you, man, that's one of the best things I've seen on uh, the internet. It's one of one of humankind's greatest accomplishments. It's great. It really is thrilling. Um, we got up into big conversation about it yesterday. And if you even go back and read the thread, a lot of put people are putting up um, the stuff that was their giant truck tire when they were kids. Pretty, pretty fascinating. Um, Hicks, when you were out during that break there, 
Steve Leeds just told us about another big uh, guest that we're going to have. Oh, A lot of cool people coming by. And Zeets, are you ready to uh, name the next Amest? Or we're yet. still holding it off? Still holding it off. Uh, because this week, uh, we're going to be doing the Dave, Mary, uh, Dave Barry on uh, Friday. Friday, your opportunity to hear Dave Barry on the Ron and Fez show. And Fezzi, you were going to have your comeback for Zito, what you were going to do to him. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything. It'll, it'll be something torturous when I think about it. Pre- when I think of it. Well, that sounds bad. Pre- I mean, to his parents' house. Seems like it's torturous to you right now. Just trying to think about it. Tough time thinking today, Fez? Very much. Burned down his old dorm in Syracuse. Um, yeah. He doesn't live there anymore. It doesn't really hurt anything. You start seeing a new shrink yet? No, that's like in another 10 days. Is this a pill shrink? Yeah. Ready to get back on the pills? Yep, absolutely. Get someone with some medical expertise Mm -hmm. who does both sides of it. Have you ever gotten any relief from any of the pills? No, they've just made me either just insane or incredibly sad. Hmm, Which would you rather be? I think I'll take the sadness. Mm. I think that's what he says as he came into this world. I'll take the sadness, please. I think I want to be crazy. Over sad? Over over really sad all the time. Just give me just fucking manic psychosis. Mm. That's actually the reason why I've stayed away from the shame movie. And uh, now Jay Lawson's wrote to me. That I should see the shame movie. I don't. I sometimes struggle with addiction movies. I want to see it. Well, it's moved. It's only playing around the corner on Forty Second Street. It's going into a theater. It's just so oh, weird to me now. Especially one on Forty Second Street where <laughs> it's it rowdy. Yeah, I don't want people yelling out like whatever the fuck they yell out in these movies. I don't know though. We could go after uh, fucking work one day. Right, movie Be day. two two guys going to see a fucking sex pervert movie together. Uh-huh. I don't think that's too weird. Mm. Bring back the old Forty Second Street the way it was known. All right. <laughs> I don't think women want to see this fucking film with you. They're probably freaked out by it. Maybe they'll turn it down. They're like, no, not this one. Uh, really. Uh. You know, every time we get into the football talk, I, it does make me wish it was the Super Bowl today. I really wish that I was going home and watching the Super Bowl. It's happening tonight. Let's do it. Now, Fez, you're going with the Giants in this? Going with the Giants, yep. <laughs> I am not going to stick with my original pick. But as of right now, today, Wednesday... January 3rd, 2007. Wait, what? I can't see Tom Brady losing this twice. I just think he's too competitive to lose to the Giants in the Super Bowl twice. Because if he does, who is he? He ain't Tom Brady. Choke Chokerson. Yeah. With three fucking false rings that mean nothing to nobody. And I would. New I England, hate to say it, but I agree with you. And no, then what? New England can just burn for all I care, and that's what they're going to do to the place. If he just loses. also know that that's part of the United States of America. 
just like you are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people live up there. That's like six states. I don't like when an area needs to fucking have a team. A city should get a team. I don't even like when a state has a team like Arizona, but certainly I don't want to hear the lower 48 Panthers. Fuck that shit. That's fucking dumb. They should put the fucking stadium in like fucking southern Connecticut, as close to New York as possible. Well, why not play this fucking game in Connecticut? You know, that's where you first go. When you're in Connecticut, you'll see bars that have Yankee stuff, see bars that have Red Sox. But I'm going to tell you the truth. I see more people up there who even consider themselves New England than they do New York. Even though they're watching New York TV, yeah. catching the fucking train in New York, making that fucking money. Balling out in that Metro North. Um, let's go over here. Scott. Scott, you're on Fez. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Yeah. I heard the day where uh, this rapper named Birdman bet $5 million on the Patriots to uh, win the Super Bowl. So he agrees with you. You have something in common with Birdman. Um, it's the Birdman. Flies in any weather. That's who uh, the Draft House kid got a picture with when he was... Yeah, I remember his excitement level <laughs> with uh, him. All right, so me and Birdman are feeling the same way. I mean, it really comes down to this. I don't... I, he can't lose this. Where I don't think Eli... You know, he's got his ring. He's already Eli. If he wins this, he's not going to be considered one of the greatest of all time. He's still going to be Eli. <laughs> Jesus. Still a very confident guy. But he's still the, the quarterback that Brady couldn't get past in the Super Bowl, yes. which is so bizarre. Yes, that's exactly true. But it still makes him Jim Plunkett. You know what I mean? Like, Jim Plunkett's got two rings. No one sits around and throws Jim... Uh, talks about Jim Plunkett the whole time. I can't imagine the Patriots not winning this game, if only because uh, the last one still stings so much. Like, if they had won that last one, they could lose this game and it wouldn't matter. But you're since 100% they did, true. They have to um, win this one. Mike, you're on the Run and Fish show. You sound like a million bucks, buddy. Thanks. Hey, uh, I was just wondering, uh, how many times have uh, prior Super Bowl winning quarterbacks gone against each other in the Super Bowl? That's a great question. Now, I heard on ESPN, and, and as far as I know, never happened before, right? But I heard on ESPN that the only time that you had, this is only like the fifth time, that two guys with rings, Super Bowl rings, have faced each other. Holy shit, ever? What the fuck? Yeah. That's fucked up. No Way one, fucked up. No one goes back. Both these guys did. Both these guys go back. They play each other. They play each other against, you know, that last defeat. And I watched it with a bunch of fucking Giants fans. And, I mean, I secretly wanted to see, you know, I went there thinking, I am going to see the undefeated team. Yeah. It didn't happen. And I'm watching people just exploding and running around Wasn't the party and high-fiving when it's over. And I still couldn't believe it. I, and I wasn't all caught up. I'm not from fucking Boston. I don't give a shit. But I'm like, I never had it in my head. I believe that was the, the whackbag versus ronfez.net yeah. game. I think. That was it. I think I thought of a time where two guys with rings faced each other in the Super Bowl. Okay. Arizona Cardinals against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Did Roethlisberger yes. already have his first ring in that Super Bowl? He is, he is correct. It also apparently happened in Super Bowl 18, where uh, Joe Theismann and Jim Plunkett played. All right, so uh, it's a rare, rare thing. No, we, first of all, this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about two guys that have played each other before, oh. and they have rings. Oh. That was his initial thing. I said there's only been five times in history where guys have each had rings. This is a, a replay a of the guys that have rings. Of the exact same guys. Yeah. So this is even different. This is even further along. I said that they said on ESPN five times that happened. Um, did it ever happen before? I don't know. Uh, somebody's calling in saying Aikman and Jim Kelly. Guess what? Jim Kelly never... As a ring to this fucking day. Mm -mm. Um, let's go over here, Jess. Jess Sherman Fez. Hey, buddies. When it comes to the whole region of New England, I, sorry, Vito, uh, Rhode Island stinks. The only thing you have to focus on is eastern Massachusetts, from Newburyport all the way down to uh, Cape Cod. Come on, that's where the most history is, and that's where all the major sports teams are based out of. Sorry. It's just the way it is. Rhode Island has better restaurants. Rhode Island definitely matters to the region. And Newburyport? Uh, let's go over here to Mark. Mark, you're on the fence. Ronnie, if he, like, wins this game, is he out of paint and shadow? Well, first of all, I think that you have to say that because they each have a ring, he's not in Peyton's fucking shadow. That he proved his worthiness... Uh, on his own, because you have to earn your way into this whole fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, this is not a gift. You can't ride on somebody's fucking coattails. If you go there, you have to win all these games and get there. So he did it on his own. Now, is it weird that if he wins this, he'll have more rings? And I don't think any of us who know that Indianapolis, and by the way, it shows you how fucking cold corporations are, are turning their back on Peyton. Peyton will not be playing there. And before Peyton heard it, that fucking owner told Rob Lowe. So that's the kind of fucking organization that is, that sits around and talks about God and Jesus and everything. And this guy who gave his fucking full health and carried that team on his back, for years. as well as the league. I mean, he was the league's player for years. They're not having him back. If he goes to a Miami, I don't see him going on to the Super Bowl again. Oh, Jesus. If he goes, you know, where could he go Jets. that you think? Everyone says Jets. Everyone's saying fucking shoving the Jets down his fucking throat. That sounds crazy. The Manning brothers in New York together is fucking hysterical. <laughs> um... Real quick, Jay, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, man, I grew up in Connecticut, and that's the whole reason I'm a Giants fan now. I've lived all over the South the last 20 years, and those are the games we got back in the late 70s on TV. So we are out there from Connecticut. No, I believe that there are some, but I think at least I've seen more Red Sox bars up there than anything, than Yankee bars. I don't see anything for the Mets. 
Uh, or why, Jets. Why would anyone be a Mets fan? At least in Connecticut. Hmm. And Jets just, the Jets just run Long Island. <laughs> and then, you, if you're from Long Island, the, the ride to see them is way too long. <laughs> uh, on ESPN yesterday, only Jim Kelly and Stahlback... Wait a minute. Only Aikman and Jim Kelly and Stahlback and Bradshaw were the only two times there's ever been a rematch. And, of course, Jim Kelly never won uh, at all. So only this is only the third time that Jesus. two quarterbacks have ever faced each other. Andrew, Pittsburgh, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ron. As much as it pains me to ask this, uh, the Patriots win this, and we're starting to look at Belichick as the greatest NFL coach ever. You could argue that point. Sure could. I'd have no fucking problem arguing that point now. Getting back there five times in this climate with the way that it makes it so fucking difficult to get back. It's a lot tougher now than it was in the 60s and 70s when you had guys doing multiple times. Go Pats. Um, Rafe Fine's interview is up. I'm going to be the plug master here. I'm going to be the guy who remembers plugging along for Rafe Fines. Um, fascinating stuff. I said before, this is my favorite movie of the year, uh, even though it's Shakespearean. Uh, Rafe Fines' interview is up on the iBang. Uh, we'll be back in here tomorrow. Fez, how are you going to get even with Zito? I'll figure out a way. Still. We end with a question mark. Like an old Batman, there is no answer to today. It's not a full episode. <clears throat> like the Riddler. What shitty thing do you think you'll get tomorrow? Sprouts? Oh, if there's sprouts, I might cry in the office. Anything can happen if the manipulator gets to the marionette. Uh... We'll see you guys back in here for a Thursday show. And that's the end of our show. Donk. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV.